Now that the busy period of November of game releases is over, we've left with emptiness and sadness. So now we have time to record another episode of Dark Insight. Welcome back. I'm your host, Vader Van Oden, also known as Charles, but that's a boring name, so we stick with Vader. Um, and I'm joined by the most Scottish host, Stuart. How are you? All right. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm now uh, what you would call a stalwart, I believe, for this podcast. It's me. I've, I'm sure this is like my fifth episode. Maybe sixth. I don't. Maybe. I lost count. Did I get a t-shirt. Um, ten. Did ten get? Did, does ten get a t-shirt? You probably should get a t-shirt. Tw- <laughs> Twenty gets a mobile phone case. <laughs> <laughs> Dental plan at fifty. Uh, Retirement at sixty. God. I don't know. I'm at like a hundred at least, and I haven't got anything yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. You've got nothing but grief. Heartache <laughs> <laughs> yep. and pain. That's all it brought me. Yeah. I joined this podcast and I was a young, hopeful, young man with a head full of hair. Now look at me. <laughs> I'm just a husk of a man. Crying in the corner. <laughs> yeah, well, we were talking about that. In the, I mean, that's a good pastime. Yep. It's like playing video games, watching movies, crying in the corner. And not just the one corner. We alternate corners to keep <laughs> things fresh. Got to keep things interesting. Yeah. Each corner is a delightful despair. <laughs> so, yeah, how, how have you been since last recording? I have been busy, fine, but busy. Um, quite a lot of big things uh, going on. A few Titanic interviews have been bagged and are in the process of being done and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of happy. I'm going to end the, the the year on a a bit of a high note because I know I've got one of them at least sitting in the hangar ready to roll. Nice. And the second one. I get really excited about because I'm dealing directly with the person and it's the coolest thing in the world when they send you an email. <laughs> Are you fanboying so, out? I may be. I may <laughs> be. Um, but we're talking like, we're talking like, you, you, you Suzuki, maybe one of them. Maybe. And I'm a outrun, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an outrun mega nut. So that's cool. And Mark O'Donnell could be the other guy. And you know how I feel about Halo. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I don't do things by half. But to be fair as well, I did interview Midjure as well recently, which was the most bizarre thing in the world. Because technically, it was interviewing a man about his friendship with another man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was game. He was game for it, so... It's, it's as I said, it was the strangest coverage I've ever done for a video game, but it is the strangest game of the year. So what? the glove fit, so it fit a little too yeah, well. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was cool. It was it was cool because no one else, everybody else was like, "Oh, I want to talk to Kojima. I want to talk to Kojima." I'm like, "No, no, I want to talk to Major, who's eighties pop star of <laughs> Vienna fame, who's his best friend." Because the thing, the the funny thing is that. 
Kojima's as I, as I argued the case when we actually landed this, I said it's amazing because Kojima builds himself as this messiah, this second coming of Christ, this this holier-than-thou character in the industry. But he fanboys who are mature, who's a guy for like, a wee pokey place in Scotland. And that juxtaposition, so being able to say to mature, see when you met him, did he like fanboy on you? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, well... It's just different leagues, in it? It's all about, as we've said a million times before in this past, it's all about perspective, in it? Yep. And our perspective of one man is different for the, the other Because the best bit was, I say to him, so, um, cause you, uh, did you know much about him before you met him? And he's like, I knew he was a producer, but that was about it. It's like, <laughs> wow! Like, like that, that's amazing. And then, obviously... Uh, Kojima credits his music and helping them create stuff in that, which I think is an amazing. That's an amazing statement. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is. Uh, all the all these songs. What's the time frame? Like, when know? when did he meet Kojima? Like, is it a recent thing or is it quite a while ago? I, th- now? I think he's met him about four or five times in the kind of space of the last four or five years. Okay, so there's more. Recent. It seems to be every time Kojima's in the UK, he'll try and meet him. Yeah. It's usually, they usually meet up in London, and it's usually well documented on Twitter. Cool. Because there's always, because obviously, because you're my fanboys, and he's like, oh, I'm with my, my, I'm with my music idol. What? And, uh, that is one cool thing with, with Kojima, is he does seem to take inspiration from, from others, like he, and he, he does seem to credit. Well, that's, that's, I think that's why he's paid homage to so many creators in Death Stranding is the kind of cameos because uh, Gilda Toro, Sam Lake's in there, uh, the guy who's now the CEO of Sony but wasn't the CEO of Sony at the time who was the CEO of Gorilla Games is in it. Um, there's a few other developers in it, you know what I mean? So it kind of, kind of, I definitely think he, he kind of is willing to pay homage to the people who help drive his, his vision, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, Same for the bands. If music plays a very big part in his, 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 his psyche as well in it, if you ever follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah, for he's sure. He's always taking pictures of like, his phone and his MP3 player and saying, oh, yeah, I'm listening to so-and-so. And also, sandwiches take a big part in his life as well, for what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty... That was a pretty bizarre... It's, it's all very busy, so, yeah. Oh, very man. cool. Yeah, What's we even get the wee Troy Baker bit in, which was even better because Troy Baker was like, I have no idea what this game's about, and then he went, but I don't think Kojima's got any idea what the game's about. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Court of the year. <laughs> oh. It's like, I don't know what it's about. Never does he. But he's like, he's like, he's like, the ulti- he's, like he's, on, he's gone a million miles an hour. He's like, see when you're with him, he like, transcends this plane to another spatial plane because it was really the really cool thing was like he was sitting talking about how when they're in mocap and that he's like when you're in mocap usually the director or the producer on that <clears throat> are just like you're a man with dots of dots on your face and that but he was like with Kojima it's like Kojima sees the game in action in front of him he doesn't see a studio with thousands of cameras and blue dots all over my body he sees me as uh, Higgs and stuff and I'm like that's that's gonna get a white jacket put on him and thrown in a nut house at some stage in his life, I would imagine. But uh, again, it's just building this facade and mystique in it, and this whole, you know, what I mean, the higher than thou attitude. And then Major just puts him down and goes, "I don't even know who you are." 
perspective. Yeah, superb. Absolutely superb. That's that, interesting. That... Think about it. Um, Troy Baker, he's a voice actor and a very well-used mm-hmm. voice actor. Maybe too you- well, well used. He likes, he likes money. Let's not pretend he's... Oh, he's an amazing skill. I, I, I've gone against Troy's talent, but I just think he likes money. Well, who doesn't? And lots of it. But, but it's also game developers yeah, use people who they know are good. And so he's in like every game, basically. Mm. But this must be one of the first that it's actually him in a game rather than him playing a character. He was the guy, he played himself in Call of Duty Advanced War Fighter. So he he is doing more of the acting side rather than just the voice. Yeah, because he was definitely, you played as, I think you played as him, for what memory reminds me. Because basically, he, I think he's the, he's the main, remember the PF for respects, he's the guy that loses his arm um, at, the, at the intro because he tries to save this guy who's Kevin Spacey's son and then it doesn't happen. But I think that was that role, that was definitely him. It's his face that was mocapped for that. For that okay, so thing he's doing well more of that. Because so. I thought that was interesting, getting more into the mocap side rather than just the voice acting. Hmm. Must be easier, but doing the mocap than just the voice acting because you've got the full range of um, kind of movement and stuff, and you can do all your expressions and stuff instead of just kind of like you are dictated to the expressions that are told. You know, what comes first, the uh, the animation of the character <laughs> talking or you talking, which is different depending because that that takes me back to when I, I spoke to the guy that, that voiced the lead character in Judgment because obviously Judgment was a dubbed game okay so he had to actually fit himself into a character that was already voiced in japanese which was a really fascinating idea so you know what i mean because you can't it's not like a well i suppose it is like a movie bad dubbing happens but it's not quite you can see through it a lot more you know yeah but um it's really it's the voice acting side of things is really fascinating i always enjoy talking to people that are the the voices of heroes and villains and stuff because you know what I mean they're, they're, they're a bit of an unsung hero unless they're the creme de la creme you're kind of Nolan North's Troy Baker's Jennifer Hale's in the world you know they, they, they kind of go under the radar mm, do. without much uh, applaud yeah it's just the voice that you hear you don't really pay attention to who it actually is mm. and that's how I've been doing good <laughs> that's a lot of fun it's like it's cool that you bring a different perspective in uh, to to our chat because it's you're you're in the industry and it's really cool. I try, I try being in the industry. <laughs> it's not quite as easy a door to get into as this door, but you know I try. You force I try. your way in. <laughs> yeah, I've got big feet. <laughs> <laughs> Kick that door down. Yeah. So we've got uh, much uh, news to talk about. As I said in my intro, the big flood of games kind of happened in November, and it seems like it's quietened down again. It's ticking away. It's ticking away. There's still, there's still things happening. It's never, it's not dead yet. It's dying. Um, I think we've at least got another week to go. Because I know today, today at least there was a good six games released. All right. To be fair, it was a lot of rehashes. So it was like Gang Beasts got a physical release on the PS4. Red Dead Two got a physical release on the PC. I think the only new new title was a PSVR pirate game. Hold on. For what I saw. Can you even buy CD players for computers anymore? Like, 
You must be able to. There'll be a hardcore, hardcore fan base out there that 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 love it and hold it close to them dearly. Because um, I haven't actually thought about putting a CD drive or a DVD drive or a Blu-ray drive in a computer for a long time. Like it used to be really important. Mm. But yeah, you saying that made me think. Hold on, is that even a component people bother putting in gaming PCs anymore? <laughs> it must be somebody. Must be faster to install it than it is to download it for Steam or whatever store of choice you uh, use. That that is fair, and there would be places who don't have faster internet. But still, it just it, I hadn't thought about a dry, uh, disk drive for a long time. It threw me off. Mm. Well, it's it's a thing, but um, yeah, the the kind of well, back to the, the kind of the news side of things. Yeah, it's kind of ticking away. Uh, I think the rumour mill is uh, kicking up into um, overdrive because we're kind of riding into a few big events, aren't we? So there's a PS State of Play, I think it's the 10th of December, which is promising 20 minutes of new footage of things. And then there's <clears throat> Jeff Keighley's Kojima Tea Party, I mean, uh, the Video Game Awards, um, <laughs> which we'll no doubt talk about down the line this evening, I feel. Uh, get your bingo cards out, kids. It's time to play. Um, but one of the big things is that some coy person has dug up, dug up. I think it's not very hard to find because apparently it's on the PlayStation Store as well. But uh, Resident Evil Four Shock, uh, Resident Evil Three, sorry, Shock Horror. Sit down, hold on to your hat. Is getting an HD remake in the same vein as Resident Evil Two did. I'm, um, I'm pretty excited it's about just that. Not an official. Cause Bre- it's just not official. Resident Evil Two was probably one of my games of the year. Like it's well, one one game of the year at the the UK Golden Joystick Awards, um, which spoke volumes for it, you know. Yeah, um, it, it it's the most fun I had in a video game in a long time, and so I'm pretty excited for three to to come out. Mm, I wonder if they'll do four. Never, we're never happy. I'm never happy, are we? I wonder if they'll do four after the day three. <sighs> Code, Code Veronica. Kovronica is the unsung hero, and I definitely think it should be ported into the new style over the camera kind of system, you know? Yeah, it's one of my favourites. I really like Code Veronica. It's dead stiff these days, but that's one of the things in it, because there's never been a true update yet. There's been, I think there was like an H, no an HD, but I kind of, there was a release yet on like the Xbox and PlayStation. Three uh, or two? Um well, they've, they've art, uh, Code Veronica, they did the archive stuff, didn't they? So like, you can technically play all the... I think it's the, the, the GameCube versions they did, they re-released them. Yep. Because they did Resident Evil Zero, which was a GameCube exclusive on it. And I think they've just took the source code for the, the GameCube side of things and they updated them. But obviously this is a total for the ground up reimagining... Because the nemesis has a nose now. I know. Whoa. <laughs> He's got a nose. Wow. But it's a major thing. It's a major thing. This is how folk are getting excited by this poster because all it shows is Jill, a person. I don't know who the other person is. I know I'm, I'm horrible. I'm a rookie. And uh, the nemesis. So but, it's... Um, but that's why 4 doesn't necessarily need an update. It, it just because they probably can just upscale their graphics because the controls worked perfectly fine with that... I think four, four, four's on everything under the sun just now, so I don't know. I just like four. Do you know what I mean? I think four's, four holds that warm, fuzzy place 
But then you got to say to yourself, if they can do these, the new with these remakes and stuff, why not just plow it into... Go, I don't know, I know, I know, we've got this thing coming. This survival multiplayer co-op thing in me, Bob, which looks to bridge the gap between 2 and 3 HD. But... It's worrying that they're no going down that road, like... Why are they not just focusing on... They know people enjoy these these styles of Resi games. So why not just re- do a new one in that style? Do you know what I mean? We've had the bombastic action Resi. A4, 5 and 6. We've seen that people are responding to like 7, which is a totally different thing in its own right. But then 2's come out and everybody's like, oh my god, wow, it's amazing, it's the greatest thing since Ice Speed. 3's going to follow suit. So then, where does that leave the franchise? Do we go down Seven's route? Or do we go down the HD style, game style route? You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's an interesting thing. Or do they do what they look like they've done and kind of just make an absolute mess of it and bring out a game nobody asked for? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which well, they do have the rail shooter. track record of doing. The v- well, a VR version of the rail shooter, uh, Resident oh. Evil Chronicles. No, see, I played, I played a lot of three. Uh, they had the mercenary... Um, mini game which mm. i played a lot of uh it's basically just like speed runs through areas kind of like what they did with resident evil 2 like the update but mm. i think it was done better well it works it works the business and i think it's um i would i would say we're probably looking at kind of february march release date once it gets announced Def- i think so i think that's, I think soon. They, they, think that's soon it's just a repeat of last year in it It'll just be a stone cold repeat of last year. They knew yep. what they were doing. It worked for them. Let's do it again. Do you know what I mean? And it, it means yeah. uh, it has to be, and I think as well, because obviously next year's a big year. Um, I think it needs to be at the start of the year to have the impact that the second one had. Because if it comes towards the end of the year, it risks getting swamped by new hardware and stuff like that. Oh, you know yeah, good mean? point. Good point. Yeah, so, hardware next year. But the start of the start of next year is pretty chocker with some pretty big titles. True. So well, I don't know. Like I'm thinking mid year. Bring it mm, during the the, the, the Halloween. Uh, no Halloween. Um, yeah, I suppose I was going to say bring out Valentine's week. Job's good. Everybody's happy. And Sonic released in uh, Sonic's released in the pictures. That's released in the stores. Good times. <laughs> yeah, it is. What else is on the news card this week? Um, updates, updates, and more updates. Um, COD's finally revealed its Game Pass face. Oh. To be fair, 100 items in the first season, £16 British to buy in for it. A uh, couple new maps. Crash is back. A classic map. If there ever was a good map in COD, Crash is a good map. And it's had a few a few little tweaks just to streamline it and improve it so that was welcome um so if you're playing cod uh, the update itself is free and uh, they've added a few new operators a few new guns and stuff um nothing nothing epic but just a nice wee update uh rainbow six siege has seen two new operators added and a re Refinement of the theme park map, which is a bit strange because it was a DLC map itself, and I think I personally would like to see House Plain. Do you know what I mean some 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 of the classics redone? But hey hey, uh, two new operators are 
one's really good so far at the box, the other one's a bit situational. Uh, she's a sniper, and she's got a sniper rifle that can basically burst down walls. It's it's OP as hell, but it's really situational because having a big ass sniper and a confined space ain't going to help you. Whereas the other guy throws out discs that are big magnets, and any projectiles, anything that gets launched into a room will magnetically get pulled to this device, um, which is quite an interesting an interesting thing. Um, it's OP as well, so I'm expecting him to get nerfed soon, or at least in the next month or two. But um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and the last one is Hail Reach landed on the Master Chief Collection, which also marked the first Halo game to grace the PC since Halo 2 Vista, uh, Vista I think it was, back in the day. So the thing this week was there was more people playing Halo than there was playing Fortnite on Twitch and stuff and blah 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 and ninjas going back to play Halo because ninja built him's built his empire and his legacy in Halo and blah 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 and blah 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 yeah um, personally I have much feelings about them um, I'd rather have had a new game than a reheat it's a great game right Reach is great but. I spent my time with Reach back in the day. I've got the collector's edition in my garage, the big, big statue of the noble <laughs> team. Uh, I've still got the game in my my cupboard up the stairs. It's like Reach is there, along with every other Halo game. So it's kind of like, if I really wanted to play it, I could just play it. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's in 4K and stuff, but it's been four long years since we had an actual mainline Halo title. You know, it's getting, I know, I know, Infinity's coming and blah blah blah, you know, and all that jazz. But it's going to be five years at least before we see another Halo game as well. It's going to be five years because it's not going to be till the end of next year we see Halo Infinity. So I could be dead by then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cheerful thinking, isn't it? Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it could be. You never know. But yeah, a lot of people have went crazy for Reach coming in. Rightly so. It's a great game. But if you've already loved it. It's just a revisit to something that's already great. Do you know what I mean? So, in no way is it a bad game. I will not say that for it, but I'll just say that I want more than just reheats and serving up. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's on PC, but if, you're, if you've held it this long for it on PC, you deserve it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but who hasn't played it though? Like, if it no, must that's have... the thing. That's the thing. It's like, uh, so. But then I suppose the argument is that the whole Halo suite's going to come on to PC. You know, that's the that's the trap doors open, so they'll release. I think it's like the first one, second one, and third one are planned now. And then ODST will come in. You'll probably get four. And it'll run like a bag of spanners because that's how it ran on the PlayStation. The PC, PlayStation. No, it didn't. It ran on the Xbox like that. I think the first six months of Master Chief Collection were dreadful because they bought half way to wait. It was such an ambitious project. They just totally nuked themselves because it was like it tried to symbiotically run four games multiplayer through one front end operating system, and it was just a laggy, messy thing. And those were dark, dark days. Um, but it's all fixed now, and everybody that buys it now and plays it on Game Pass will never ever know that, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> we will, but I'll remember. I was there day one, but you know, 
That's my fault for being a fan. That's the price of fandom. Suffer for the, for the messes. Gonna go cry in a corner. The, the corner. other corner, though. Different well, corner this time. Well, I've got a Halo corner, so. Any other news happening? Not really. Nah, just. Death Stranding's getting an update to Stoke Griefing and stuff, make life a bit easier, but I'm sure we can cover that when we talk How about How are people griefing with vehicles? I don't get it. Like I blocking didn't people. Read the piece. I didn't read the piece. I think they're putting them in the front of roads and stuff. They're making like makeshift blockades for what I saw for an image. You just hop so out, hop in the car and drive it out of the way. Like it's not the end of the world. Uh, well, I, I don't know. There's a story out there. If you care, find it. If you don't, it'll be patched and you'll never know. <laughs> I've, I've had a few like motorbikes and stuff left on roads, but you just drive around them. Never had anything blocking me. Well, it's, I don't know. Uh, but it's getting packed. And then obviously the transparency thing on the crates as well, which is an actual decent inclusion to the, you know, um, depending how much stuff you've got in your backpack, you'll be able to see through it now, won't you? So well, Yeah, and that, I think that's a cool update in some ways. So you can actually see the indicator of where the BTs are. Because um, I've yeah, been caught out once or twice. You'll just get too much stuff on your back. Yeah, and then want a, a BT sneaking up on you without realising. See, see, shocking. Um, but from that, I don't think there's much else news in the motions at the moment. Well, that's exciting me. <laughs> Neither. Uh, well, so I guess we've been talking about Death Stranding. Should we talk about that some more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As the saga continues. So I've got a bit further. It, I, did, I didn't play it as quick as I would like so far because I've been busy but the last few days I've been getting back into it and it's a weird one like it's a good game like surprising how enjoyable it can be for just delivering stuff it's just I find the pacing weird and not in the because you can control the pacing yourself by choosing how quickly you do things or ignoring side quests and stuff yeah, but what I mean about pacing is that it the game feels like it wants you to chill, like you'd be like, just just get into the groove of it. Like even the way it plays music, like when you go on a long journey to a new area, like the game knows that you're just like literally have ten minutes of nothing to do except walk, mm. and so it like zooms out and will play a song, like and like let you kind of just chill. But that's us back to the the kind of time management thing, isn't it? Because really, it's just ripping the piss at these stages. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit, but then like that, you kind of get in the groove of of just like, like min maxing your weight and and trying to sort out your your load and your balance and doing which missions and which orders deliveries and you just kind of get into a zen mode and and that's enjoyable and there is a place for that type of gameplay and then you'll be like just doing a next mission, not, don't think much of it and then bam, BTs mm. <laughs> and you're dead <laughs> and you're like man, like it just. That's what I mean about pacing. Like, it is self... You control your own pacing and how quickly you want to do things. But the pacing of the way the story unfolds throws me off. Like, I'm in a chill mode, enjoying it, just vibing out to whatever, the like, mission I've got. And then out of nowhere, it's intense. You've got to be on your game. You, you, and, and that's what the pacing I find weird, is that it just will suddenly, like, hit a wall and, it'll like, things will hit the fan. And so that kind of threw me off and kind of annoyed me because it like it felt like it was unfair in a way. Mm. Like, 
uh, because you, you weren't ready for it. And I guess that's the point because the whole point is this world is so dire that the um, people don't leave their houses because or don't leave underground because they say, there ain't die. many there ain't many houses out in that world. Do you know what I mean? Let's They're be underground um, because they could just die, and like people are terrified of leaving. Like, there's even like a character who's who used to be a porter, like your main character, but basically just got too scared and takes oxy to deal with the fear of going outside, <laughs> and. And basically, by you being awesome at a postman, it's given him courage to retry and being a postman again. But he's still he's all like high on oxy to be able to deal with it. So I, I get that there has to be this fear, like this fear at all times, but just a, a few times it's thrown me unexpectedly, and it just felt a little unfair and frustrating. Um, other than that, I actually really enjoying the story in the world, and it's it is a mental game. Yeah, it's it's a game that. <laughs> It basically gives you the choice, doesn't it? If you want to get in and just spend hours and hours just walking back and forth, delivering boxes, doing stuff, getting better cat off people, you can do that. It's never going to say, by the way, you've got a mission that needs done along the street. No, no, no. It'll, it, it, it lets you basically do what you want in a kind of... It's very Metal Gear Solid in that respect, but isn't it? Yeah, it, does it is actually a metal, it's an open Metal Gear Solid Five. An open Metal Gear Solid had an open world, mm. uh, but this is there's no menu, there's no like hub to go to to set what mission you're actually engaged in. And that's ah, the yeah. Well, I well you can uh, you know you can need to make it back to outposts, but I suppose it's kind of it's a fly by fly, isn't it? Yeah, you got to, Yeah, you're right. You got to go to somewhere specific, but. It is in the open world. You're not going back and choosing a mission, and you're restricted to that hmm. area for that mission. Well, it does it's, that thing that uh, is it Jonathan Pope's games do. It? it takes the mundane, but makes it entertaining. Because obviously he's did Papers Please, which was on paper about as exciting as having your head stapled to a table. And then he also did the oh, what was the one on the boat, the um, Debadaya, something Debadaya. Whatever. You were an in insurance. Guy, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And this, you're a postman. It's the mundane, see it, that makes. Do you know what I mean? It's just the, the mund, It's just a mundane task that if you pitch to somebody like, oh, what are you? I'm a doomslayer. Oh, I run about shooting demons. What are you? I'm a, I'm a postman. Oh, I'm a Spartan. Oh, I saved humanity. I mean, I'm a genetically modified soldier. Oh, what are you? I'm a guy of cod. I'm a, I'm a postman. Pretty good postman. But I'm a postman. Uh, it's yep. kind of that kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um, oh, for sure. Um, it's, I don't know, like, the, the biggest, my biggest beef with the game is the cutscenes. And I don't mean the cool story cutscenes, because they're great. They're very well acted, they're very intriguing, the characters are fun and interesting. I'm talking about the 15 cutscenes you do every time Sam wants to put on his backpack no, or no. go into it's, his room. It's, aye, it's getting into the room that's a killer man. Do you know what I mean? It's, aye, I know what you mean. It's like, stand on the lift, one. Go down the lift, two. Come out on the lift, three. Sit in your bed, four. Do you know what I mean? It's like... <sighs> Sitting up from your bed and then the shower is three cutscenes and you've yeah. got to skip each one. Uh, it, and so I just don't have showers anymore <laughs> like, I, think, I, don't bother. I think we obviously them showing their updating things for 
quality of life, I think they might put in the ability to skip these a bit a lot easier. Also, I, I, I skipped them all, but the problem is I'm worried that there will be a unique one that starts the same. I'm like, have I missed stuff because I've skipped him lying on his bed? Mm. Like, it's kind of like, it's most of the cutscenes of that nature are usually when you back in the lift in it. It usually dishes yeah. out about a Mads Madsen being that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, th- that's what I think. I don't think I am, but there is a chance that I've missed some because there there are unique cutscenes, and whether or not they start with the, your standard shot that you're familiar with, and then you cut. It. But usually, because they're so micro, that's what they are. It's not micro transactions. This game is micro cutscenes. Is what he's introduced, mm. <laughs> uh, and and it, it's it's kind of cool. But this, they just could be a lot of them could be taken out, and it would just save a lot of time. Like just putting on well, your game. We're back to that age old thing I've been saying since day one. It's player man. It's player time management that it just it's just does not have any regards for. It's like Red Dead. Yeah. It just it's telling it's that's basically the minute you enter. You're on its terms. You're not going to be able to cheat, nor steal, nor borrow anything. That game's going to distribute what you need to know. At a game. Even if you hardline that, you're only going to be able to hardline it on the time scale it's wanting to distribute to you. You know what I mean? You can't cheat it, and it'll know what you win. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. Interesting enough, yeah, like with um, Death Stranding, I'm in this, the first area is smaller, and there's a loading you travel a distance across a lake to get to the second bigger area. Hmm. Like if you obviously got to there. Second the area main. didn't he? I preferred the first area visually. It was a mere intriguing locale, you know what I mean? It, it, it reminded me a lot of Metro. I don't know, did you play Metro two? Not really. We'll Not call really. it that. Metro two is kinda like you start off in the snow covered city and you're like, oh snow covered city and then you go into the kinda swampy bog land that's just kinda snow and but but then you end up in a desert and you're like oh, I fucking hate sand. Do you know what I mean? It's like sand's <laughs> the most boring thing in the world. It's kind of like that. You go to the second year and you're like, fucking Rock. hate rocks. I just hate rocks, man. There's, no, there's nothing... At least when it was yeah. green flushing meadows and rocks, you were like, oh, it's green flushing meadows and rocks, whereas it's just like, rocks. <laughs> yeah, and, then it's, and then after the that, it's point. rocks and sand. <laughs> Hold me back. <laughs> Fucking! Uh, it actually, actually degrades, isn't it? That's what it is. It degrades for being a really lovely, picturesque, vista-driven game to just being a pile of dirt because you're going to the, the beach. The, uh-huh. They're quite unique, though. They're quite the unique areas. I did. Yeah. Ever, I got really frustrated with. Hold on, it's really hard to get the names right of these places, which is another bugbear of the game. Is everything? It's it's. I think it's the waypoint south of. Lake Knot City is the name of the the place, and there's a whole bunch of crags and like uh, like little crevices in the in mm. the ground. And oh boy, I hate that area. And they keep giving. Is that the one where you go up the mountain? It's kind of like you're going up the mountain with the biggest boulders in the world. No, no, this is just like the little um, just by the way station. It's like the first way station you go to after Lake Knot City, like just yeah. south of it. And there's got like cracks in the ground, and there's a a mule camp, and you've got to like jump the crags, like the cracks in the ground, mm. to get to, to the director and the junk guy. 
and just oh, boy, right, that, yeah, the area yeah, yeah. frustrated me. How many times I fell down holes by accident? And yeah. I try to stick yeah. to roads where, where possible. Just stick to roads. Makes my oh, you life. can't on the, you can't get to the junk dealer without roads. So, but what I was what I was getting at before, what I was really impressed with is like it it did funnel you. It's it's weird. This game credit to Kojima, like it's a game that is open, but you do it, it's 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 curated openness like he's still kind of there is still like a hand guiding you but you don't feel like it's for, like pushing you and shoving you down a path because mm. like i played in the area like i go up in the background of this this zone there's beautiful mountainscapes of snowy covered mountains and they look it looks great like i love the, the backdrop of this area and you you're going through this kind of area and you do all these things and you go up even go up close you you, you kiss the the edge of the snow uh, as you go up to a weather station and it's a big mountain and it just feels unpassable. But then you go further through the, the campaign and the story and it takes you around right. the, the back of the mountain and then you get to a mountain, not city. Again, the names are terrible. And then it's like, okay, you got to head back to the main area. And I'm like, I'm just going to see if I can walk over this mountain. Like I'm not yeah. going around this mountain again. And you can. And I was yeah. like, whoa, this is cool. And then you can ski down the mountain, which is fun. Uh, I found that really cool how I probably could have tackled that mountain earlier from the the weather station, but it felt like it was something I shouldn't do because it seemed so ominous. And I really kind of thought that was cool. Like it gatekeeped at you, but not in like a, a you're not allowed to leave the zone kind of way. I thought that was really cool. Mm. It, um, I, I, I suppose it's, it's mere a case of your... Your adventurousnessnessnessnessnessnessnessnessness that will dictate what you can do opposed to, like, I know myself, if I've got stuff on my back, I'm a bit more cautious, whereas if it's just me and my robot legs, I'll give it a go. You know what I mean? I don't care. <laughs> it's just me, me and my robot legs and five pairs, five sets of ladders, I'll be fine. I'm just running. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? Is oh, exactly. Crushed. I, and, and, uh, <laughs> Also, because there's also the different, um, there's the main towns and waypoints, distribution centers and whatnot. And then there's like little, what do they, they call them? The people like, the ice people live by themselves. Oh, the preppers. Yeah, preppers. Um, yeah, yeah, preppers. preppers. They, so they live in bunkers by themselves and they have like usual uh, skill or an ability and that kind of give you, and they're really important. And to begin with, they kind of give you a lot of main missions to go to them. But mm. then they have a few that, aren't and then you can actually use your initiative and hunt them down yourself to engage with them in the game and so i kind of like that it it, well, it it kind of it was encouraged to find them because you had to to start off with and mm. then as you go on there's just room for you just to go explore and engage with them on your own and i thought that was a really cool subtle way of tut a tutorial basically just saying you want to find these guys, they give you cool tools and accessories to help you in the game. And then allowing you to find them on your own Steam, it was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, I like as well how the mere rep you give to the guy, the better the kit he gave you becomes. So, like, the guy, the engineer gives you the robot legs, but if you keep delivering stuff to him, you'll get robot legs level 2, level 3. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. That's that's really good as well because it, it kind of makes you go well. I want a really good trolley, or I want 
really good grenades or something. Do you know what I mean? I'll just keep coming back to the yeah. same guy and stuff. You know, um, it's really, really, it's it's good, it's good. It's, I mean, it's good, it's, it's good, it's good game. You know what I mean? It's good game. It's just a pity that it came out in the middle of a really busy, busy period because yes. I've kind of played it to a point and kind of went right. I'm going to come back later, but I don't know when later I'll be. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like times yeah, exactly. pushed me on to other things. And, um, Are you happy with the guns now? Because like, last time we talked, it was funny, like, we talked last time, we knew very little about the game because we were both very early on and it only just came out the day before. Yeah. Oh, the, the, all the, the points uh, we talked the, about, like, were answered within the next day for me. Like, I went, like, and, like, a bunch of things that we we had concerns with got sorted or <laughs> we yeah, found blood, stuff. Blood grenades made BTs not a challenge at all. Do you know what I mean? They were just... Once I once I got the blood grenades, I was like, right, that's fine. And then once I got the the bowl, the bowl top gun, the the the, the rope gun, it's just like it's a, the only thing. I quite liked how if you headshot a guy, you'll knock him out. But if you shoot a guy anywhere else, you'll basically you'll fall to the ground and wriggle. So you need to kind of rock and give a wee, <laughs> wee, wee swift kick. Um, so yeah, I kind of like I liked all that. That was that was I, again. It's it's the pacing thing, isn't it? That's what it was at that point. I'm like, oh well, I'm I'm defenceless. Well, I'm not really because I've just not done yet. No, but yes, you are defenceless for a while, but you then become not so defenceless. You know what I mean? And then obviously for there you get other goodies. Is it like more. six guns, six or seven guns? I think I can choose from now. Yeah, I think the top of the trees uh, in bracket spoilers for the next forty. Milliseconds, and you could top of the trees a rocket launcher. Yeah. So that's um, I kind of want to get that just to see what <laughs> carnage you can cause with it. What what but, is cool um, though a lot of the, the lot of guns uh, you can kind of switch. They have different modes, which I kind of like now for me. Mm. Um, I kind of forgot about the bowler gun. I should really have that with me. I kind of had a hard time with some of the mules going to this the mountain knot city. And I needed, if I had the bowler gun, it would have been a lot easier. <laughs> are you on the non-lethal range yet, or are you still... Yeah, I, I was using a non-lethal assault rifle, but the problem is is they there aren't many bullets in the level one, and I only had level one at that point. Hmm. And there are a lot of mules to fight. Punch, so punch, cat combo. No questions asked. Yeah, they have assault rifles at that point. <laughs> wow. They aren't messing around by this point. Uh... Yeah, but no, it's 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 good. I just thought, I do think that things take a little too long. I think I would like to have. Um, although the zipline makes things really fun, the ziplines are the best. Mm. You can just whip around the whole area. Like, man, this used to take me ages, and now it's like six deliveries done in three minutes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I use is, is ziplines. I'll be interested to see if they actually bring real DLC out for it as well. Because, I, I don't know, I think there's, there's room to gr- just add things to the game, you know what I mean? Uh, to be honest, I think I'd be annoyed if it was paid DLC. I think I'd, unless it's like a real heavy story-driven section, mm. I would I would like them to see maybe add new like missions and creative things, like doing more creative things with the missions as like free updates. But, uh... Well, that's the first update announced anyway, isn't it? It's minor tweaks, so there may be more down the line, I think. 
It's yeah. not a question. I don't think it's a question if the game sold well, but because I'm pretty sure it sold very well. Oh, I bet it, yeah, I'm sure it sold well. So, although it didn't outsell Spider-Man, make of that what you will. So, Spider-Man. I don't think good. it outsold Spider-Man. I don't think it's outsold Days Gone, which is interesting. Yeah, or God of War. Well, it's any other Sony exclusive, you know what I mean? We just throw that in the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see what top selling PS4 games. Think, but top of the tree, Spider-Man, maybe. Well, he says that. If you I, look I feel, at it, I, I'm sensing. It, I'm sensing a live Google search. People. I'm oh yeah, I'm, of course, of course. Yeah, Got yeah. it. It's the, it's the best podcast content ever. Uh, <laughs> Nothing says looking, good times like a man typing keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at like just PS4 games in general, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, but we don't we don't we don't go that way because it's not exclusive. The first yeah. exclusive is Marvel Spider Man and then yeah. God of War. Yeah, they're the only two in the in the ex- the top ten that are exclusive. Uh, Red Dead Red Dead Red. Deb. Red Dead Redemption 2 is second. And then it's like Call of Duty for like three hours. And then <laughs> like they take up four, four of the top ten. And oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> um, and then best-selling exclusives is, yeah, as you said, Marvel, Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Infamous. And so I don't know where Death Stranding is. Yeah, it's not been updated yet. Yeah. But um, for what I heard, sales-wise, it didn't beat Spider-Man. It didn't beat Days Gone this year. So make of that what you will. Yeah. So. To be honest, like everyone seems to love Metal Gear Solid, but it is always been a more of a niche audience than Call of Duty. Yeah, they kind of like the idea. I like the idea of stealth. Don't actually like stealth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> On paper, stealth sounds amazing. Practice. <laughs> but um, no, I'm glad, glad so, to hear you're still kicking on with it, and no doubt this saga will continue in another episode of Death Stranding. Or eight, or nine, or ten. Take bets now, kids. How many episodes it goes before we stop talking about Death Stranding? Could be a depends few. Get, depends when we get Cliff on. Yeah, okay, yeah, because that'll just reignite that fire. Mm. So what, what's, um, what's new for you? For me, right, um, I know we've got a joint game, so I'll save that one till later. As is always the way, we always bring a joint game to the party. Um, I'll just bash through my free the new, because I know we've got a bigger topic on the horizon. Um, played the new Terminator game, Terminator Resistance. It was a true, it was a true, true portal in time, to a time I once forgot. It's as if you put a game in in 2020, almost, and you travel back to 2000. Um, yeah, it's a really old-school, rudimentary first-person shooter that's stiff, rigid, and just by the numbers, but it's set in the Terminator universe, so if you like Terminator, it's like, oh, that gun sounds like that gun. Oh, there's a bit in it where he's like, you find a dog, and the guy, wee boy, comes up to you and goes, what should we call the dog? And it's like Max or Wolfie. And you're like, oh, both your foster parents are dead. No, kidding on. Um, 
it's kind of nods like that to the, the kind of greater to the first because it feeds off the first two movies and okay. uh, it ca- canonically canonically it runs up to the start of the first movie um, but it's a really rudimentary shooting shooter but it's got elements of Mass Effect in it um, because you can walk around a camp and talk to people and there's dialogue choices and if people trust you you can do this and people can do that and it's it's okay it's no amazing it's not going to set your world on fire but see if you just want an, uh, um, if you just want a shooter that tells a story set in a universe of interest because like I say there's no there's no denying shooting a T-800 with a pulse rifle ain't a good feeling you know what I mean it's just there's a bit of padding to get to that stage and then it's just a case of it, it's I know a lot of people have shot on this for a very high height I'm not quite in that camp I think it's a serviceable game it didn't glitch or anything like that uh, it's just a bit old school like DeLorean Doc Brown back in time old school which is okay I suppose but then I'd run hot into this after playing COD for like a million hours so I was like on the edge of a knife with, a, with, with FPS, FPSs at that point. I mean, fast-paced, sliding, shooting, climbing, throwing grenades, knives, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's not like that at all. It's like you're made out of wood and you struggle to run in the world and stuff. So, yeah, um, one for fans only, I would say. So you, you played this for the story, not for the gameplay? Yeah, I would I would say I would say that's a, a, a fair... A fair statement, yeah. But even then, it, I don't think it's acknowledged as canon. But it's a nice, <laughs> it's a nice thing, if you know what I mean. Just to make it like, oh, aye, that's a thing. It's, it's like an easy completion, and you can do it in probably two nights. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, a, short. Aye, it's a wait for a sale. It's what? So, but that's right. If you could get it for a tenner for the weekend, out worth it. Do you know what I mean? Ten pound. Blast fruit of the weekend, job's done, delete it, never come back to it. Everybody's happy, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. If you want a real Terminator game, just play Gears of War 5 with folk in the <laughs> skin. You know, or, or play Mortal Kombat with Arnie. Do you know what I mean? That's thing. There's no likenesses in it whatsoever. Sad times. But, um, yeah, uh, it's okay, I suppose. Um, I've also played my friend Pedro, which is. I'm not going to say Game of the Year material, but it's Game of the Year material. I really, <laughs> really like it. It's just a really nice indie game about a man who wakes up in a talking banana, basically tells you out to kill, and kill you will, in glorious slow-mo ragdoll ways. It's just nonsense. I, I played it originally when it was first launched on the Switch at the start of the year, and it's just made its way to the Xbox. And it's on Game Pass, so I had to download it just for shits and giggles. And it's as much fun on the Xbox as it was on the Switch. And you can do loads of... It's kind of like they, they watched John Wick and went, you know what would be really cool if you could do this, this and this. So you can like like shoot a frying pan into the air, slow-mo it, and then shoot the frying pan. And as you shoot the frying pan, your bullets will ricochet and kill anybody up, like, up on the floor above you. Um, you can kill people by kicking basketballs in their faces and there's like a section where you're on a motor motorbike 
racing for a, a kind of a cityscape and stuff. It's 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 a nice wee indie game, fast paced, really good fun for the first half. Um, second half is a bit more. It changes from being a kind of shooter to being a more platformer, and personally, that wasn't as much fun for me because there's a whole thing about getting on the internet and fighting the internet. I've not got to that stage yet on the Xbox version. I'm just enjoying the flat out crazy slow mo shooting thing. But yeah, if you've got Xbox Games Pass, it's a must to play and it's just really cool to be told what to do by a banana. <laughs> so that's good. And the last thing I've played, just to clear the decks is Remnant of the Ashes, which is what happens if you take Dark Souls and put it in a shooter! Yay! Um, yeah, it's um, made by Gunfire Games, who are notable for making Darksiders 2 and 3. And you can feel that lineage in it. Um, I say it's like Darksiders... Uh, Darksiders, sorry, it's like Dark Souls. kind of is. You basically... Tra- traverse through randomly generated areas killing things with guns and melee weapons and then you fight bosses to the point where you, when you go to fight a boss it's a foggy door Ooh. and as you step into the door the boss reveals himself and uh, it's you just fight big bosses with guns um, it's okay I played, I, played, I played the majority of it in co-op and I had a, a fair enough bit of fun. You can play it in up to four player co-op. Um, and it's uh, a game. It's on Games Pass, odd enough. Um, what are that going on this now? Um, and uh, yeah, if you like if you like Souls games, which I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably do. Um, it's worth a look just just for a wee a wee bit different for the usual. Do you know what I mean? It's it's no really. <sighs> I, I don't I don't find it quite. Oh, it's not as hard as Souls games, but I think that's just because. I've got a gun, and as we've, we've we've heard many times before, you can't lose when you've got a gun, you just because you just pull that trigger and you're happy. Um, you can't dodge in it; you need to roll and stuff. It's kind of bloodborne-ish, I suppose that side of things. You can't block and that. And then it does that thing where if you go to a not a bonfire but a crystal, you'll regenerate all the enemies in the area. So, it's uh, I'm sure that will come up again in conversation as well <laughs> with another game. Um, but, so is it story um, driven or is it yeah there, there's a story through it about this enemy called the root which are basically evil trees funny enough that roots trees <laughs> and uh, basically the roots taken or corrupted the world and the world's gone to shit and you're one of the last remaining humans and then you basically have to go through different dimensions where the root has taking control and you meet lots of different monsters and demons and scary things and you ally yourself with different thing, people and factions and stuff um, it's pretty good it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty good you know what I mean the first level so, but it's random though you said random generated yeah the, the, the actual overworld is like the dungeons and stuff are procedurally generated I've, yeah for what I've seen, for what I read as well, for what I've noticed, because you'll run by the same texture about a million times in, at, on this sci fi high tech level, you're like, I've been here before. Um, loot drops and stuff and all that, and it's all about like 
you kill bosses and then you create weapons by using the elements of the boss, kind of Monster Hunter style. Um, and then it's all about plugging augmentations and stuff into the weapons. So you can have, like, one of my, my favourite guns is an SMG that's a flamethrower. Um, and then you've got, like, hunting rifles and shotguns and stuff like that and all that kind of thing, you know. And you can do up your armour and get better armour and you get special suits of armour and... You know, it's 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 um that's a good trick that it's something you practice that it's it's a nice like I say it's a distraction and it's a nice take on the souls like I feel you know what I mean because it seems as as I said when I reviewed it I said every other week I'm saying it's a souls like do you know what I mean it's like and it's when was the last time you had a souls like shooter it's the first one it's kind I think yeah there was another one what is it called um oh you're talking about no. Uh, oh, what was it called? Something. Aye, I know the one you're talking about. Aye, it was a kind of cybernetic thing. Maybe Bob game won it. Yeah, I wasn't actually a big fan. I I fell off it. Uh, whereas a lot of the Souls buddies, um, really like Jeremy and and Dave. They all they all really liked it. See, it was made by a kind of B tier developer, so it never really came on my radar. If you know what I mean, just because it was a uh, like to be fair Remnant and Ashes got the buy because I love Dark Souls no sorry uh, Darksiders see it's like <laughs> we're into that world the outer worlds and outer wilds aren't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like I love Darksiders yes Darksiders is the game I love I'm not saying I don't like Dark Souls I know I'll be showing the door if I don't like Dark Souls but I'm a big fan of the, the kind of art style and the the this the the the, refre- the refreshing way that Darksiders evolves for being a kind of hack and slash to Zelda to Dark Souls, new to a Diablo. Do you know what I mean? Um, especially if you've got Stadia, you can play that game now apparently, um, or PC. Um, and I just like that kind of aesthetic. You know, what I mean, it's very it reminds me a lot of Spawn and stuff. You know, um, the kind of games. Uh, they kind of games, yep. they kind of that kind of comic kind of thing, you know. So um, it's the old scenario as well with this was anything in corpse better, and the the fact we can me and my mate can play it. The annoying thing, and this is a really annoying thing that really annoyed me, is if you play it in co-op, the host's story proceeds, but your story doesn't proceed. Ah, see, so annoying. you leave his game with all the stuff you so all your levels all your kit all your stuff is yours that's this is what you've won this is what you're taking home tonight you can take all of that with you but when you get into your game you're still on level one and you're like great i've just spent five hours slaying every demon for here to Einheim, I know you don't go to Einheim, but I like the idea of that. Uh, it sounded cool. Uh, Swaying them from there to here, and you then need to do it yourself. So it's a case if you're going to play the game, I think you're best to team up with a buddy. Unless you're going to be the host, team up with a buddy and just one of you pick the story and run with it, and then obviously your build will just be a, a hot seat build where you can jump in. Because I doubt anybody's going to want to run back through retread it ground, you know what I mean? Um, though the bosses and an interesting thing as well is the bosses can randomly spawn so there's like I think like each world or realm has got like four or five different bosses so you're no guaranteed which boss you'll get at that given time um, we fought like a big dragon but apparently you could also fought a big tree in one of the levels and I was like oh, that's, yeah, random. That's, that's it seems kind of cool but the kicker with that is apparently people have been trying to grind out for an achievement for killing everything or every boss but trying to get it to random. pop 
a single boss is a nightmare, they say. You end up fighting the one guy over and over, you know. But there's also apparently a game glitching, a, great, a game breaking bug in it, which I didn't encounter. I encountered quite a few bits and bobs that were issues, because it is a bit rough, but I didn't encounter this game breaking bug, and the person that said to me that it exists didn't actually go into details about what it was, so who knows, I might find that one day. You never know. Uh, the game I was trying to remember was Immortal Unchained. Yes, that's the one. So another, it's kind of like a guy, cybernetic guy into it with an assault rifle. Yeah. Um, generic, generic universal soldier. It's, yeah. It's like Reddick meets Dark Souls kind of thing. Oh, I like Reddick, but yeah. We'll see. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing in a nutshell other than the game, other game which will come to you once you get to the, the end of your extremely long list <laughs> well not really <laughs> the cat quest 2 which you also played from where here yeah big fan of the first one enjoyed the second Same. one it's all right it's not as amazing because it's the novelty of being a cat and armors wore off but still good there's dogs woohoo <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, I, I, same. I was a big fan of the first one. Uh, I love that there's co-op on this. So me and my son are doing a playthrough of it. Uh, we've got like four or five videos up on our channel, uh, and it's 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 a, just a fun, light-hearted game. Yeah, I get I get told and, off from my reviews by somebody because I said I said, and I, I'll be honest, it's a great stepping on point for youngsters. See, if, like like you're playing with your son. I like, if you're a youngster. Or you've got a youngster made at the point that's looking to you want to expose to the world of RPG. It's a great point because it's not too heavy, it's not too complicated. It just works, and somebody totally threw the fucking toys at the pram at me and was like, "Don't belittle something I enjoy." I'm 34. I'm like, mate, I didn't belittle what you enjoy. I really enjoyed the game. It was really good. I just think I'd rather have a child play this than throw them into Final Fantasy. Or throw them into exactly, yeah. Persona. Or throw them into Kingdom Hearts. Because, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is, oh, it's Disney. No, but it's really complex systems that kids don't want. You know what I mean? You don't want to you don't want to rock that boat with them. You want them to just to come in and enjoy a nice, understandable world with a nice learning curve for them. And yeah, no, this a, guy lost the rag with me. And I'm like, <laughs> mate, clearly you don't have Wayne's. And you, oh, I don't have kids either, disclaimer. Disclaimer. But I just know... It feels right. It feels right. Says the man yeah, no, the George right. they take him away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the weird thing with me, with my review was, yeah, this guy just totally spat the toys at me and was like, don't you dare belittle what I like by saying it's childish. <sighs> it's just like, yeah, exactly. Like your point is very valid and it's a very, it's very true. Like it is a great example of that, but that doesn't take away from the fact that an adult can't enjoy it. Like, yeah. You, you know I mean? Yeah, I, I like I enjoy it. Uh, it's the humor's pretty good. The having the dog, punny. And the punny is heavy. So punny <laughs> can get a little too far with some of its puns. <laughs> but everything's that's... a payoff. Is a pun. Everything, every mission, everything's just a pun. What's <laughs> the point? Uh, but uh, yeah, it's great. And like the dog kingdom. I don't know if you found the little side quest in Cat Quest One where it referred to the dog kingdom. Mm-hmm. And like I thought that was a nice little Easter egg, and when I found out, I was like, "There's going to be part two, and it's going to be the Dog Kingdom," and it's cool that that's true. Uh, and it's yeah, it's fun, 
with my son and it's great that it's co-op uh it's pretty cheap it's something like 20 bucks new zealand so it's probably like three pounds or something <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a smile just as if you get a nice smile you'll get it for nothing you know it's on it's on phones i believe as well i think so i think it's on ta- uh, you can put it on tablet as maybe the preferred nature of it, you know i have a feeling it even might be on apple arcade hmm uh, now I think about it, which Topical. I just got, so I can talk about Apple Arcade. It's pretty cool. Like, the games on there are pretty good. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Oceanhorn 2. And, uh, like, some like mystery games, which are kind of fun. And it's cool there's no ads. Yeah, Cat Quest 2 is free on, it's free on uh, Apple Arcade. So, nice. <laughs> which I'd, re- I'd already bought it on PlayStation before that. But I think I'd rather play on PlayStation. A friend of mine played the first one on Android. And it seems like the dodging and the, the maneuverability would be a little bit harder on touch. Mm. But it's obviously playable. And he finished it. So, yeah, Cat oh. Quest 2. It's a good game. Highly recommend both Cat Quest 1 and 2. It's just a lighthearted. It's a good like palate cleanser. Like if you're just not into something that's too heavy. Because it's pretty fast paced. You're going to do a mission. Every, you could do a mission in 10 minutes. So even if you've got like a small window to play a game you can get through a little silly mission within 10 minutes and then feel like you've accomplished something and put it down like it's a but you also can i actually play the first one on a family holiday so on the plane three hour plane ride and so i finished it pretty quickly because i had like two hours straight of playing on the plane ride so it's good for travel as well Uh, and then pokemon sword because of the multiple releases of games, I actually haven't had too much time to play. My son's finished mm. it, and I haven't played much. I feel it's, very... it's okay. I'm no... Obviously, I'm in the place where it's set, kind of. I feel... I don't... I'll let you, I'll let you say what you want to say about it, and then I'll come in, because I've got a major problem with it, and I feel they've kind of ballsed up things a wee bit, but... I... I know that Pokemon is a game that brings in new players to the franchise and they always outsell previous ones and they say it's a lot of new players. But I know what a Pokeball is. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to catch Pokemon. Like just well, see, the, This is the drip feeder. This is, this is technically the next step for the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. That's really odd. That's an odd way to say Pikachu. Let's go. Pikachu <laughs> or uh, Eevee, right? So you're kind of you think about it in the. If I'm Mister Nintendo, hello. That's really shouldn't have did that, but anyway, um, you're Mister Nintendo, right? And you've just released that game, and it sold bucket loads, and you sold even sold consoles on it, right? You think, right? We've a fan base here, a kind of established fan base, so we don't need to preach to them with the next game. Do you know what I mean? It's like these people know. Odds are you have played one of the two of them before playing this right but like you're saying like you know what it is right and obviously i don't know if you've played the other ones the other one but i'm sure you've played one at some point in your time you know yeah I, see i i played the original blue red and yellow and then haven't played a mainstream pokemon game until let's go uh, mine's was blue right. gold and then let's go so i can <laughs> i got the gold i got one up on you in gold my biggest problem with it, and this is the thing, and the more I've seen, the more I've read, and the, this is everybody's problem with it, right, is 
this whole Pokedex thing's garbage, right? So, like, instead of doing a fresh 150 for the game, right? Because they're running out of ideas, let's be honest, right? But instead of doing a fresh 150, they've basically done a kind of amalgamation of everyone that exists. So, there's like, there's a 95% chance that your favourite Pokemon isn't in this game. Yeah. And I think that's bad. And with being a new region, there really should be a new 150. Or 100. Or whatever, do you know what I mean? And a lot of people are really annoyed because obviously they killed off, like, Squirtle. They killed off Bulbasaur. They killed off, like, if, oh Christ... Me, the majority of the deaths, I think, were found in, like, the first 150 and the second 150. I don't know how many 150s there are, but um, there's a lot, and a lot of people's favourites are missing. And, like, Ekans is gone now and stuff, and it's kind of like, like, oh, you're going to piss people off, you know what I mean? Because folk are having a, a weird emotional attachment to these things, you know what I mean? Like, I like Cypher. I want a Cypher in my squad. There is no cipher in this game, for what I understand, because I can't fund him for lifting their money, and I can't bring myself to look online to see if he isn't in the game. I just believe he's <laughs> hiding round the next grassy hill. Just hope. Um, but see, because I haven't played many, like I'm more familiar with the first two, three generations because of Pokemon, well, just cartoons and absorption and uh, uh, let's go, the uh, let's go, guys. Uh, uh, Pokemon Go, not Let's Go, mm. Go. Uh, the the mobile addiction Gee, yeah game and so but the thing is like i'm catching pokemon and i don't know if they are new <laughs> oh no you can the, tell this, you can tell the this. new ones in my way because the new ones look like shit it's like it's an apple what? <laughs> well, it's an apple but yeah it's literally it's like an apple pokemon what do you mean what do you mean it's an apple it's an apple it's a sheep what do you mean it's a sheep really? wow, yeah, there was a cow one from a few generations ago it's like yeah but this is see this the cow one at least yeah, I could get my head run, whereas this is an actual sheep it's a literally a sheep it's not I've like noticed... the one that was a sheep that transformed into a giraffe thing yeah <laughs> Disney transforms Stuart it evolves and that transforms it goes <laughs> <laughs> um, also the... the super see the super size ones waste of time waste the whole time do you know yeah, what I mean? I, thought, I found that kind of weird. I say I'm not very far because I just haven't had time. Death Stranding and uh, Jedi. Which is probably a better... Uh, well, I was going to say it's a better game, but I don't know about that. But um, the, so, I like, like the... I'm going to have fun with it, but yeah, I just I just don't know about it. Like, it's... I'm looking forward to the, the Pokemon RPG that's been talked about. That's not the main... Because this is the formula. That's the thing. That, that it sells well. They've got a formula. They're not. They're not going to fiddle with it too much because they know they can sell lots of units. And well, I guess that. the thing. Like, like you say, they, they don't fiddle with it, right? That's why they've pissed off all the hardcore fans by cutting Pokemon. It's the only way to kill a Pokemon game is not to have the key word within the title of Pokemon. <laughs> it's have the yeah. Pokemon in it. You know what I mean? And then they yeah. release DLC packs and cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of looking. As I say, I'm looking forward to the Pokemon RPG. That's not a main, a main, like main edition. Yeah, it's not. It's so not they, canon. It's not canonized. 
and so they can actually really do something different like i that's what i'm hoping for for that pokemon rpg that's been rumored mm. because yeah it's this is good and it's fun and there's a lot of fun to be had with it but it's, i, I kind of want something just that's very different from this formula because uh, it, it it's not but i think the argument is this is the argument it's uh, see i always believe pokemon games are like a generational thing like every generation has their adventure do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like blue, red and blue were mine. Then there was like silver and gold was my brother's, who's like five years younger than me. And then there's games that happened after that. And more games <laughs> that happened after that. And more games. And Pokemon Snap was a thing after that. So that's the kind of that's the kind of thing I think. And at the end of the day, this will be a gener- there'll be a generation of young kids out there who'll be like, I want to play Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, which is much better than this. But there's nothing, see, this thing you're criticising some, see, the criticism we've thrown at it isn't based on the mechanics or the, the, the what it does, it's based on the choices of what it includes, I feel. Yep. Yeah, and the decisions. I, I, thought was, I thought it was a bit odd, like the Let's Go uh, Eevee and Go uh, Pikachu was the... Um, the catching mechanic of having motion control. I didn't enjoy that. I find it weird that it looks the same it's because, now, but it's taken away. Uh, yeah, because the fact is it no a case of the exclusive, uh, the, the, the light switch Pokemon thing is that no a, a, a light switch, no a full-blown, full-fat switch. But you can, you can, you still can use the motion control with the full control. There are, there are options. Feel- See, I thought the light switch only does it if you've got the motion controls. But then, they built the fuck, they built the Pokemon Pokeball controller. You think they would just rebundle it for this and be like, capture a Pokemon, take it with you. It's a stepping machine, so every step you take, your Pokemon does stuff. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like it totally, totally just glazed over that. And it's like, nah, didn't it happen? Yeah. And it's like, oh, because I remember when remember when the Pokeball controller was a thing, like I, it was like the thing, like everybody wants it. Everybody oh, wants it was it. cool. Like I really like it, and it's cool. It lights up with the different type of Pokemon, the, uh, which is really cool. See, I don't, I don't have it, so I'm, I'm just an old man. Someone, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Uh, I'm gonna cry in the Pokemon corner. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining your house with just names above your corners. Like, this yeah. nah, it's more, it's more of the content. It's like there's a big. Pikachu plush in one corner and there's there you go. a load of plastic Spartans in the other corner. You know what I mean? I'm there's not going to waste the other corners because we're not there yet, but we'll get there. I'm sure there's a Yoda corner. Um, <laughs> a death stranding corner now. Yeah, it's, it's just a like... rope. <laughs> it's my smell. It's my smell rope. Ah, ah it smells like rope. <laughs> Every episode for here on in is called The Smelly Rope. Um, <laughs> yeah. As I say, like, it's good, like, it's fine, and some of the Pokemon are fine. I have noticed that there's a lot more humanoid Pokemon coming, like, the, the evolutions oh, I've the, seen, the, like, you, glimpses. You've seen the Sid Vicious one, the one that's the punk. That's my favourite of the new ones nah, that I've I got. There's, like, a... I can't, don't ask What's me the name yet. I don't know. It's purple. It's basically a purple thing with a red mohawk. It's a wee tiny, cute thing, right? But then it evolves into a, an actual, like, a punk. And you're like, oh, it's because it's set in Britain. That's kind of cool. 
This is England. I've, 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 I'll try and find a thing for it. You continue to talk. I'm not going to go and whine and say putting Pokemon Punk Pokemon because uh, yeah, they go That's, Pokemon Punk Rock. Um, yeah, Punk Rock ability. Well, it's, it's, this it's thing a, I've noticed is more. There's always been some humanoid ones like like Hitmochan and whatnot, and those ones. Spoons. But it just seems like there's more and more humanoid ones that are evolve as they evolve. They become basically human people. <laughs> there's a whole subculture. Uh, there's a whole subculture of what you call it out there, isn't it? Um, oh, what do you call it? What's that place with uh, the deviant art? Uh, toxicity. Uh, Is it toxicity? That's that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, I believe. I don't know if uh, I want to go there, uh, but it, it seems like are they are they angling to like eventually evolve the Pokemon to be more sentient? <laughs> yeah, well, there's 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 a picture of this this fine rock star himself. I've just posted it for you. Nice. Uh, he's a. Uh, I don't think they will, but it just it just kind of feels like they're getting more humanoid, especially in the evolutions. I think they're just so like uh, ideas because uh, there's an apple one. <laughs> I'm not letting it go. I'm just not letting it go, right? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't let that go. That there's an apple. Fair on. enough. Well, how about we go on to Jedi then? Uh, I haven't there's actually no played. There's apples in that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually played too much. I played it. I mentioned, I think, before this show. Um, I got a me and my son got a laptop uh, to review from MSI Gaming. Oh, nice you name dropping. Uh. We couldn't keep it, unfortunately, so we had to send it back. But it was a really fancy uh, laptop. And we, what I did is I downloaded, I did a month subscription to Origin Game mm. Pass. So I could just try some games without having to drop full price on games. And they had Jedi on there. So because I was reviewing the laptop, I didn't have much time to get through it. So I only, I don't know, maybe about three, four hours at most. Mm. But it's but, good. Do you, do you know what planet you go up to? Um, the third I went I, the, the start in the, the you make one, it to the, mate, the second planet was I don't know names uh, it was did just you make it to the wookie planet there's a planet with wookies that looks shit which is an issue I have but the first no, no, planet no. is the kind of the training area the second planet is oh, the I think the second planet is Kashyyyk the second planet where you're fighting, you start fighting stormtroopers uh, and there's snow and ice sliding around and you start getting some more abilities. So I only... All oh, right, no, no, right. Aye, okay. It's the third planet. Still, third planet's yeah. Kashyyyk. Yeah, it's third planet. Yeah. But it's it's a fun game. It's kind of like a game. It's Dark Souls-ish. <laughs> it's Dark Souls light. It, it's like... It's, went, we like Dark Souls, but it's just too difficult. So what would happen if Dark Souls was made by the people who made the easiest FPS in the world? Quote me on that, you may. Um, and this is what happens, is like, they take, you, you, it's like you take the hard thing, you put respawn in the middle of it, and the, the, the other side comes out something that isn't particularly difficult. He says that, but um, there's a lot of nuances to combat in it, I feel, as well. Because I've listened to quite a few people talk about it, and quite a few people who've never really played a Souls like don't understand animation and how animations work if you know what I mean and yeah. I think that's a hard that's a sticking point for a lot of people who don't understand that when you press X your character has to swing that lightsaber 
and you can't just go X X. You can't button, but you can't go X X Y because you need. It, 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 there's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm to to combat in it. I feel, and it's it's getting that rhythm right that's going to get you. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is fun. It's not the comic's nowhere near as good as Souls. Like it's not as tight. Well, it's never going to be. Do you know what I mean? The the hitboxes are rubbish. Like absolute rubbish. Yeah, the big the big toad that sticks its tongue at you like four miles away from your body. You seen that clip? I've seen that a few times. Yes, uh, but like just the yeah, the hitboxes are bad. Uh, it's hard to tell what enemies are gonna when they're gonna get, do damage to you and when they're not. Like I, I have had some issues. There's a little too. It's Star Wars and lightsabers. You have to have flair in your attacks, and so there's mm. a little too much flair. That's not. So it's hard to get the timing. As I say, like I think you'll get used to it, and it, these aren't these are just kind of minor issues when you're first kind of getting into it. And I bet by the end, when you get lots and lots and lots of like force abilities, it's going to be a very different type of game than where it yeah. starts off. Yeah, but it's a fun game. I was pretty intrigued to get into it. Unfortunately, I don't have the laptop, so I can't keep playing it. So I'll have to try and buy it on PlayStation, which kind of sucks. But yeah, I'll wait till it goes on sale in a couple of months' time. Though I had, I had, I had a go at it. I had fun. It's definitely, it's definitely worth giving a go. And that's really all I have to say about it. How far did you get through? I finished it. Oh, there you go. And I'm not going to say the words "game of the year" contender, but but you just did. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I like it Good. a lot. Um, Good. I, I just did it for me and I know I just I, it, it, it's good I like I like the story it tells I think some areas are stunning it look, like the Wookiees look like shit right the Wookiees are horrible right but see like that bit where you're on Kashyyyk at the beginning and you're climbing the AT, AT to basically capture it that's a stunning bit because you swim through the water and grab its legs and you climb up the thing and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and then like, you, you, because they've made the bold move and just having it as saber combat, they open up the doors to, to like, really interesting saber combat, if you know what I mean. I don't know, did you notice that your lightsaber has one end that's busted on it? Oh, I've seen people who can use uh, the yeah. stuff, the um, yeah, so, Darth Maul so, style. Aye, so what happens is you get halfway through the game and you end up getting a dual lightsaber, right? But then you get further on and you're able to split it into two lightsabers. And once you're okay. able to do that, you're an unstoppable force. You're just... You're just that's, it just wails on everybody, just whacking them with two lightsabers. It's like, yeah, you, you, you're not going to... Like, yeah, survive. that is cool. Uh, I do like the parry system, like because that's very Dark Souls. Uh, that's I do like that. See the force powers as well. I like that you can. I love just I love running into like an area like purge troopers. Oh, I love purge troopers. Purge troopers are like, oh, we're going to kill. No, 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 no. You stand there, force push off the edge. See, you know, yeah. It's like you're not just just. I, I don't think I've actually fought a purge trooper since about be halfway through the game because I always just bait them to an edge and just blow them off the edge because they, they can't they don't block it they just they just take it that's fine just, just take it um, I love just grabbing guys at distance bringing them in and just spe- spearing them on the lightsaber it's great 
it's just great. I've yet to try and <laughs> the timing and stuff. He, the whole freezer guys he shoots him, freezer guy that shoots you, grab him and hold him in front of his own shot. I've yet to do that because I just there's too many moving parts in my head for that to work. And by the time I'm doing it, the last guy, I'm already just I've already thrown my lightsaber across the room to get him. <laughs> yeah, um, I loved the intro. See the start of that. Again, amazing. The very beginning, it's amazing. That section is perfection. I love that. I love the statement it makes because you're on the the breakers yard and you're chopping them up. It's it kind of like it comes to the table with intent. It's kind of like right, you're this guy, you're here, you're scrapping the original trilogy. Like you're you're physically ripping it apart. And it's kind of like, we're here to prove a... It's like the point is, the prequels don't count for shit here. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's that bit where you're sliding... It's very uncharted, I felt, as well. When you're known in combat, it's very uncharted. Is in uh, kind of the the, the the navigation and stuff and running about the place and stuff and that. And um, when you're sliding down that ship and you can see, like, Clone Wars tanks and Clone Wars walkers in the background, and then the Imperial shuttle, uh, the Imperial shuttle, sorry, the trade vi- the trade Viceroy's space station thing is getting beached off to all intents and purposes into the into the planet. It's kind of like, yeah, this is this is really cool. Like this is this is brilliant. And then it, it, it fades. See, it fades for there. Until, like, the Kish- I really like, I love Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk's the planet I've done 100% on because I really like Kashyyyk. I don't know why, I just liked it. Um, and then there's a bit at the end, the, the, at the end of the game, you can um, assault a Sith fortress. I'll not waste it, right? But the end of the game's... I have feelings about it, but it goes a bit... Well, it's set before Rogue One, right? And mm-hmm. it's kind of like... Yeah, you just watched Rogue One, guys, didn't you? <laughs> so, yeah, you just watched Rogue One. You didn't need to do that. But it's kind of like, yeah, okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's really cool. Because you're inside this kind of underwater base, but you're rupturing walls to make it flood and stuff and all that. And it's very Metroidvania as well, in that you get skills, but it pays to revisit areas once you have the skills. So you get like a double jump, and you get an aqua lung, and you get like force pull lets you pull vines and cords yeah. and stuff and yeah I, I really I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed yeah. like Forrest Whitaker's in it as well as Saw who was in Rogue One and it kind of grounds itself that's what one thing I was my review I've said was like it grounds it's, it's not like it's like this fantabulous tale it's, it's like I could see any of the characters in this in a movie or in an episode of Mandalorian in a bar or something you know what I mean you kind of it grounds itself within the universe really well, and the whole kind of the scene what happens after Order sixty uh, six is really interesting as well. I think you know what I mean because it's a time period we've never seen, and that's just a really interesting take on it. You know, but um, yeah, I, I I like it a lot. Good, good. Well, so, yeah, I liked what I played, and I'm just annoyed that I can't, I couldn't keep playing. Hmm. Uh, it's. What was I was gonna say it's it's. Do you remember the time when tie-in or like franchise movie games were bad? <laughs> nah, I never existed. They were always good. SpongeBob no. Battle for Bikini Bottom was amazing. 
Start a music <laughs> get an HD know. remake. Most, most most licensed games were bad for a long time. Uh, and it's just cool seeing it. And I put it down, I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking the people making these games now are actually... They're, they're people who actually grew up loving these, these franchises. And so mm. now they're old enough to make the games of things they loved. Whereas back when these franchises were new... I'm not just about Star Wars, I'm talking about other franchises as well. It was people making the games who probably had no idea or didn't really have much interest in the franchise. Like... Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and it's kind of cool seeing these, I guess, nerds grow up and like getting involved in video making and like making stuff of things they love. And you ah. can really see that with Jedi. Like there is the, like the whole dirty grittiness of that sci-fi world that was Star Wars, the original Star Wars, is there in this game. Like it's... Mm it's an ancient modern civilization like it's this weird feel to it and unique feel that only star wars has and this game has it which is very cool mm-hmm. it's good yeah. it's really good it makes me kind of want to download battlefront 2 again and get stuck in that because i really liked the battle see i say i really liked battlefront 2 i know i'll get lynched and took it to the streets <laughs> and killed but i like shooters it was a good shooter it was, oh, yeah, just it no was... great game it was just <laughs> a the pay-to-win crap in it. And the... Yeah, because it's one of the few games that, that I don't know, I've got, I'm, a, I'm a real, I love, I love it in a game when it starts and you and 20 other guys are rushing towards a, a drift or a, a mountain or a, a forest, like Battlefield does it. It's just when you feel like you're, you don't, you feel like you're part of something bigger than what you actually are. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I, I really love that rush and I think that's a thing like, yeah, it's great to be a five-man team in Rainbow Six and, sneak and peek and shoot and pixel thing but see when you're like 20 strong rushing towards a point with backup for artillery pieces or like tanks and stuff and jets and stuff it's that's that's when gaming's at its purest I love that's why I love I love being part of that cog in a machine do you know what I mean like yeah because yeah. you know like it's a power rush it's like you know you're part of that but then when you do that thing to capture the point set the bomb capture the flag free the hostage liberate the area whatever right you you, you were the one guy out of that fairly strong team that did that you're the you're the guy and you got yourself oh, I changed the tide of battle whoa and this is when areas we didn't know we were going to go but that's what I love and I think that's what Battlefront yeah gives me is that rush uh, that whole kind of one spec team like if it's you and your mate like that's all as well two man team that's all you need you just need a two man team to fuck things up and while everybody's sitting shooting at each other used to or sneaking in today in the dirty and stuff you know what I mean and that's I love that's what I love I love that's that's what the enjoyment is that real enjoyment you know what I mean the happy smiley faces well that's what I got into bad company too like I love that stuff Mm. Like you, you can, yeah, you can feel like you have changed the tide of battle. Like you when that, when that T seventy two, the two T seventy twos are pounding a village. You've snuck in up the stairs, and yeah, um, we used to. Oh, I fucking love it so much, man. We used to. What we used to do is we used to get the big T seventy two pot mines, and my mate was the engineer, and he'd put the pot mines in the the rush point. I'd put C four on it. We'd set the timer so the, the timer goes whoop whoop, and see when they ran up the stairs, hit the button. You fucking kill them, and the thing is, there's enough explosives there to create explode it. There was nothing left. It was like you just you play with them, you hit the buttons, hit the siren, so it went whoop, lands, and you'd blow the whole thing up, and the house would come down. And you'd be like, "Oops, 
<laughs> but by the time by the time you'd done that, you'd already been to the next one and set the timer at the other one. Oh, it's, oh, I love all that. That's so good, man. Need more games like that. Need more games like that. Yeah. That, but that's yeah, the thing as well. That's where we get into the argument as well. Where the whole this is where the games like that win. I think because it's it's, it's the stories you write that you enjoy. Because technically, every game you go into is a different adventure. Because you could go, right, I'm going to be a long-range sniper with, your, with myself and my two mates, or I'll get fire support while you run in this time, or I'll spot, or I'll fly a jet and get air reconnaissance while you are fighting for this point, that point. Or what's that? You're, you're tied down, right, I'll bring a tank up the street, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's That's when it all, see when the big cogs rarely turn and click. When that happens, it's, it's special, you know? Absolutely nothing to do with Je- Jedi Fallen Order, but Battlefront 2 it does feel like that sometimes when you're playing it. Yeah, fair enough. I guess what, before we move on to our, our discussion topic, um, <laughs> one of the things I, th- I think the issue I have with Jedi, and it's be- it's partly because of what, how what they've done with this new trilogy, is like it feels kind of pointless. Like a part of me is like. You know why am ends. I? Bo- bo- yeah, we, yeah. Like, why am I bothering? Because we know that the Jedi are going to be pretty much killed off. Like, so we know this guy's no, going to be gone soon. So who cares? I don't it's, know it's because part of me, there's a part because, of me that, that that bugs me. See, because he was hiding, right? So you're, you're going to introduce him in the in the movie, are they? No, I think they could do an. See, kind of getting spoiler territory, right? But because he was hiding at the beginning, I think he could live. There could be other Jedi hiding. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's just the names of the, the trilogy. Was it like Rise of the Jedi? Rise of Skywalker is the new one, isn't it? And then there's... What's the previous ones? It's um, a new Last Jedi. No, no, that's uh, uh, First Order. First Order? Last Jedi was the last one. And then it's... Ah, Star Wars a new... First Order? No, no, First Order. New Hope? No. This is bad. I'm <laughs> found it. I it's should just generic this. names. It's like everything we'll be talking about the now are names. It's like the random name generator. Like they just push this random like button, it just chooses a name. Like these games, like Immortal Unchained, Z- Horizon is on like on every game name now, and like, <laughs> like, it's just yeah, names are just funny, and it's the same same thing with these movies. Oh, uh, Force Awakens. So it's the Force, Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and then the Rise of Skywalker. And um, so, so that's what I mean. Like we know, like there was this big rise of the Jedi's, which we haven't seen because that kind of happens after Episode Three. Oh, six, sorry, original mm. three. <laughs> uh, Come on, like, keep the, the Jedi did really well, but we we don't we, we don't see that. Mm. Like we haven't, we just see that it's it's risen and then it's fallen again because of. Um, There's an Obi Wan series coming. Don't worry, Man- <laughs> the Mandalorian. Total tangent. The Mandalorian's an amazing series. Is it good? I really enjoy it. Oh, I love it. I know Baby Yoda. Taking Baby Yoda out of it, it's really good. It's a cowboy. It's like an old western. And well, then, yeah, it's, it's done really, really well. And I'm, I'm, hooked. I'm, I'm loving it, loving it. And I think that's also what fueled my love for Fallen Jedi, because I was watching the Mandalorian and then I was going and playing it. And obviously my head's in that Star Wars space, you know what I mean? In that zone, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I really, really, really think it's like, if Rise of Skywalker delivers, which it ain't going to deliver because it's a movie, but 
I think the TV shows they're planning and they're doing uh, so far have been re- very good. So, and this mm. was very good. So Fair I think enough. there's definitely life in the old Death Star yet. <laughs> All right, before we uh, beat this to death, let's, let's get on to the uh, the Game Awards. Yeah, Jeff Keighley's Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and like talk about not all the categories because some of them we just do not care about and I'm pretty sure you folks at home do not care about of course they care the about con- eSports Coach of the Year <laughs> who you who you kidding on you don't know who the eSports Coach of the Year is <sighs> um, yeah. so yeah we're going to just cover some of the main ones and discuss the games on offer and whether we can, agree can, can we a C for the win there no can we a K can we a C for a win <laughs> Sorry, that's my esports coach of the year pack. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, first up is obviously game of the year, and the games. Oh, we leave uh, that to the end. Can we leave that to the end? Oh no, we've got to hit. Oh, fine. Not gonna Come on, down. don't get them. Don't, don't, don't. Okay, I'm scrolling down. Well, I don't even know where you're scrolling. You need to tell me where we're going. First port of call. I'm going right to so, the bottom now. I'm going to go. From uh, <laughs> oh, for God's AR VR game of the year. Woo-hoo. Uh, I haven't played any of them, so skip that. Uh, oh, come strategy- on, Beat Saber. Beat, Beat Saber's going to win um, that, right? That's oh, that's that's a no-brainer, right? I'm right now. I'm voting for No Man's Sky because that was a fun game, and I bet the VR is cool. I just haven't a chance to play it. Beat Saber will win it. I don't care what you say, and it's horrible. Oh, because just, it's not Facebook- now because I just I just voted for No Man's Sky. <laughs> Facebook Facebook owned them now. So, yeah. are you a strategy <laughs> anyway. game? Strategy um, game guy. Planetfall, Planetfall, uh, Age of Wonder Planetfall is a very good game. So is Total War, Three Kingdoms. I think the winner there will be Wargroove. Yeah, so <laughs> skip that category. No, no, nothing about it. Uh, sports racing game. That's kind of a um, funny mix. Your winner, your winner there is probably going to be FIFA. But personally, I would like to racing. see... See, I would like to see Dart or F1 because obviously I'm invested. I'm I'm quite invested. I did. I covered them very much. But Dart had me in an actual rally car this year. Come on, and I I mean, it's like you took me and put me in a rally car to review your game. I'm I'm voting for you. You know what I mean? You get my vote. <laughs> Honestly, your vote. Yeah, well, well I, I love going sideways in a Subaru. Don't worry about it. It's fun. Um. So those Moving on. <laughs> yeah, okay, we won't talk about who's... Uh, score and music category. This is one I don't really care much. I'm not a music man. So, up, so thingy, I, I up want... for nomination is Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sa- Sayonara Wild Hearts. You need to get on that, by the way, on Apple Arcade. That game is getting my vote here, although I do like a lot of the songs in Death Stranded. But I'm sure this won't be the only award Death Stranded's up for. So let's give it to Wild Hearts. <laughs> Voting for them, even though I haven't heard anything. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, we're live voting. We should have put a disclaimer in this. You know what I mean? I'm voting, start. I'm voting as we go. Why not? Uh, uh, is, there, is there any other game that you'd want to put into that category? Um, Soundtrack of the Year. Yeah. Um... Oh, what was it called? The the metal, the heavy metal pixel shooter that I reviewed last week. Val something. Val Valfala. Valfala. 
oh, I forget what it's called now, but basically, what would happen if you took a heavy metal soundtrack and a Contra game and smushed them over and over and over until you get this really awesome game about heavy metal and Contra style shooting? Brilliant <laughs> game, brilliant soundtrack. That would get my vote, but it's an indie, so- and obviously. <clears throat> indies, uh, you'll see a trend when we're going through this. Indies are kind of have an area, but they don't get to leave that area very often. I think <laughs> you stay, you stay in your corner. <laughs> yeah, this is your area, Andy. Don't leave. I would say it's not soundtrack, but on that note of sound, this is this. You enjoy this. Uh, my mate's got. Um, I've just forgotten the name. It's not surround system. It's like above that. It's even better. Okay. Uh, it's oh, what's the name? He's gonna be mad at me because I forgot. But yeah, it's like a fancy sound system. It's like better than surround sound, and he's got that system built into his roof and his walls and in his nice. living room. And he's got place perfectly. And he, I was over at his house, and he's got um, he's playing Gears of War Five. With that's it. that's hardcore. That's gonna make a few uh, booms and bangs. Yeah, and it was very creepy because you could hear, like, you could literally hear where things are. And, like, yeah, it's... Nice. it's and you could, you could hear the drips of the ooze and stuff on the walls. And, Must drive you mad, but when that bit of, that fleshy bit of body gets caught between the map and just keeps rotating, so it's just like somebody banging in a wet sponge every six seconds. <laughs> That's a Gears of War thing. That's If you play enough Gears of War, you will get that, where somebody will boom shot something and it'll clip under the map and the body will just keep rotating, but it's just like a wet sponge being squished <laughs> over and over, aye, over and over and over again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you, I thought you'd like that. It's, it was pretty impressive, uh, the the audio it's not all games if only, this... if only I had a house no wait a minute if only I had the money you know what I mean because that's a heavy duty home alteration my, my, my Astro's day is good a job but you know what I mean my Astro's sitting in my head and I can hear things <laughs> <laughs> we're getting sidetracked here there's still another 28 categories to get through <laughs> oh yeah we've got to hurry up uh okay uh, uh, RPG role playing uh, uh, yeah playing game RPG of the year up for contention is Disco is uh, Disco Elysium yep uh, Final Fantasy 14 Kingdom Hearts 3 which I would argue is not much of a role playing game to mm. be honest but Monster Hunter World Iceborne again <laughs> yeah and that's an expansion I don't think it's like it's yeah, two like, bites of the same cherry I really like Monster Hunter what I played of it I played the the first, the first iteration of Monster Hunter on PS4, but it's there wasn't really much leveling going on. Uh, it was mostly about your armor and the outer worlds. Ah uh, no, ah uh, personally would go with the Elysium because it's just an amazing thing. I've never and heard of it to be honest. Oh, it's really really good. It's probably indie game of the year. I'd say it's really good. It's it's a PC only game and my it exposure is limited, but it's amazing. Cool. All right, but yeah, no, I don't know what else has come out this year that could be cast RPG. Sekiro sort of lost its RPG elements. Yeah, I was going to say that that may have been one. Uh, well, remnants of the ashes is kind of RPG as well because you kick your guy out, I suppose. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's again, I, I find that a kind of a funny list because they're not that RPG ish. So, yeah, I think the uh, next, I was going to say, the next topics are an act, are definitely going to be a bone of contention in this room because I've just had a sneak peek at who's up for it, and yeah, we um, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, this is performance of the year. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Because I don't think you and me are going to go the same way on this one, but we'll see. Okay, we've got Ashley Birch for um, as Pravati Holcomb, The Outer Worlds. As uh, your companion, your first companion in The Outer Worlds, I think. Uh, Courtney Hope as Jesse yes. Faden in Control. It's uh, a good, good one. Uh, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mickelson as Cliff from Death Stranding. Matthew Porretta as Dr. Casper Darling Control. Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges Death Stranding. Uh, are the ones up for, for grabs? Who are you going with? I would... I would either go Jesse or I would go Dr. Casper because Dr. Casper is the voice of Alan Wake. Oh. And I, I love that. Alan Wake and he did a really good job as the in the live action videos in Control. But Jesse's the star of Control. And it's kind of like he's in the same boat as Mads. Mads is because Mads isn't the lead. But he's a kind of support, and in very much a lot of Mad's content, he's only told to you, as we were saying, in the lifts, in the flashbacks, in it. Whereas Norman Reedus doesn't really have that much talking in Death Stranded, I think, to warrant. Yeah, his ass is on, it does more acting than his face. That's all you ever see yeah. of him. <laughs> he's so he's like, done a good job. I like I like Norman Reedus, like, it's actually pretty cool, like, what what he's presented. But, but it's it, no great, it's no like an epic. He's not an epic. He's no. He's no breaking sweat in it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's the odd line. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, that was close and stuff like that. And then there's a bit, a tiny bit of talking in cutscenes, but everybody else around about him does a lot more talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Cat uh, out of Gears Five, obviously, is, is a is a solid one as well. But I would probably get. I get to Jesse, but I really want to get to the uh, Doctor Casper. Well, guess That's, what. That's I already voted for him before we started. <laughs> Honestly, I, I really like Control to start off with. I've actually been left quite bitter on Control. I hated how that game wrapped up and ended. I, 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 so I actually I have come to very much dislike Control since finishing it. The same thing kind of oh. happened with Near Automata. I really enjoyed it while I was playing it, but I, afterwards, the longer I've been away from it, the more I disliked the game. <laughs> well, and and I just I didn't really fancy her as the lead. Like she was, per- it was perfectly fine, but it, it, nothing stuck out as being amazing to me. Whereas the Matthew dude playing Doctor Cas- Doctor Casper Dallin, Alan Wake, we'll just call him Alan Wake, right? It's Alan Wake. I thoroughly enjoyed watching him, and I thought while during playing that game, is this guy is freaking awesome like his the way he portrayed that character was so good and so as soon as i saw him there i had to vote for him so mm. we didn't vote the same oh, yeah. you were right. fact when he's um ongoing game 
interesting. I know who I'm voting for on this before we even get the nominations because I know it's in this category. So, uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. You're voting for Tom Clancy, Rainbow oh, Six Siege. Of course, I am. But we all know Fortnite will. Well, I think, realistically speaking, I think Apex will win. Has Apex been out long enough to be considered an ongoing game? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. You know, for all we know, it could die next week. Year. It could, it could, could die in space and time. <laughs> but that, I don't know. Like I find that's a weird one because it's just this year, isn't it? Apex. Yeah, it came out March time. I honestly think the name of this category it has to be out for in its second year to be considered an ongoing game. Yeah, because all all other battle royale games have kind of did in but the then as well as Fortnite. But then the thing as well is, is Respawn have come out and said that it is a continuing game, but they're like, it's not a priority game. So it's not like they're going to update it every seven minutes like they do Fortnite. And that's a thing as well, I think, needs to get took into consideration with ongoing game is that a, a team support it fully and it's their main focus, whereas Respawn were kind of like, mind at the beginning when their folk were like, oh, there should be DLC and tweaks and new weapons, but they were drip, drip feeding, I mean drippy, drippy feeding like a new gun every month or something and folk are like oh where's this where's that and they said well we're only going to support it but not as much as what you would want us to support it and I think that also kind of negatively impacts it in ongoing section do you know what I mean yeah I agree uh, so. I'm just going to vote Destiny 2 fuck <laughs> oh, dare you scumbag come on <laughs> rainbow all the way all night long no see I tried rainbow once when they had like a free weekend or something and it's just that too, game so much, man. The barrier to get into it because everyone's a prick who plays it. Because if you're Thanks. not perfect at it, they treat you like rubbish. <laughs> like, don't treat you like rubbish. I just shoot every motherfucker that moves. Um, I love I, it. Nah. I love it. And you're never going to change. Oh, my good. Mind, I've, oh, I've, good. I've I'm glad you like, like it. Thousands of hours. I actually, really have put thousands of hours <laughs> on it. So I mean, I'm not. I'm right. not disputing that it isn't a good game. It's just as I said, I tried it. it wasn't well, it's only it's fourth it's, year it's, cycle. So exactly. like, we're on, it's like that's all, if, for ongoing, right? It's the only one there. Uh, yeah, it's the only, it's the oldest game on show that I think it outdates Fortnite, doesn't it? Yeah, for, oh, your Fortnite yeah it does, no. It does, no, it does outdate Fortnite because I had Rainbow Six for yeah, a does. month before I started writing. And Fortnite, I've reviewed, I reviewed Fortnite as in actual Fortnite at launch, which was Save the World. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's the long. Remember that, kids? Um, no, uh, no one does. Final Fantasy yeah, like, 14 is older though. That's been out for ages. Uh, well, that's a reskin, but you know, I mean, it's a rehash. But it's ongoing, so. Oh, fine, right, fine, whatever. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Rainbow all the way. Uh, narrative. Uh, hard one. Hard one. This one. Oh no, this wasn't for me. Uh, Plague's Tale. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. That's why I said it was a hard one. Oh, sorry. We should <laughs> tell people. It's a Plague's Tale, Innocence. Uh, it's Pl- Plague's Tale, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. No one else is nominated. Control, Death Stranding, Disco, Elysium, Elysium. Elysium. The Outer Worlds. It's a, rare, it's a rare word I know how to say. <laughs> for me, Death Stranding could be there. But I don't. Plague's Tale's more of a solid narrative for me. Plus, they've already announced the sequels on the way. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you, yeah, 
I don't know. Again, this training could be there for me because it is an interesting narrative, but there is more of an open world element to it. So, and it's going to win eight other awards, so it doesn't need this one. Well, but yeah, it'll win something else. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, multiplayer so- game. Uh, this is like 1982, Tetris 90. <laughs> is that the <for> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tetris 99, you know what I mean? Got to get into yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, it's just pretty cool. That, and it shows you how quality and how simple gameplay can be for it to be an enjoyable game. Like Tetris is like one of the most simple games out there. Mm. Like, but yeah, so Up for Grabs is Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Tetris ninety nine and Tom Clancy's Division Two. No, would you add Fortnite. It, would, would you Which add anything in there? Well, Fortnite. Would you? Well, Fortnite's a multiplayer game, isn't it? If if Apex has earned its right at the table, Fortnite surely earns its right at the table. But is this playing by the rules? It's games that are released this year. Oh, oh, good point. Because this is, everyone here's new, we're now, we've now went from the ongoing section, which includes older games, so this includes everything there's this year, so. Good point. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Well, I, see, I would, I, I'd put, I would put something Mansion. like, um, yeah, yeah, true. Um, I would have probably put a racer in there as well, something like Grid or like F1, because the online s- side of that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that's the thing. Like, he's kind of just going to get the main, like, what's classically a multiplayer game, but there are other multiplayer games there put, that. I would have put Death Stranded in it. Because Kijima needs another nomination. <laughs> but it's also, yeah, I mean, it's eccentric co op, isn't it? So it's co op is a major factor of that game. Mm hmm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's true. Like, your ass gets saved a lot by, oh, yes, I'll put a rope here. <laughs> I fell down ladder. a hole but I'm just a ladder man I just put ladders everywhere good and you're helping people all around <laughs> I don't know I honestly um, can't think what else multiplayer but I would have Luigi's Mansion in there it's, it's one off the top of my head just because I've sunk hours and hours in there already I would go COD but that was a, I love the division and I really do love the division and I've been thinking about game of the year lists as you would imagine the division had a, a tail about three inches long. It lasted for like it, it was a summer of '69. We had a great summer, but she had to leave and I had to leave, and I've never talked to her since. So yeah, um, the division just just fizzled, and I've no real inclined to return to it. Yeah, fair enough. It's it's a shame because I loved. I was hardcore in the Division 2. I loved the world. I loved the combat. I loved everything. I loved the idea of the Black Tusk and all that. But we just grew apart and that was it. Yeah. I changed enough. my phone. I changed my phone number and looked, changed the locks on the door as well. But don't tell her that. She'll not know. Um, so Cod gets my vote. Okay, <laughs> we got... Really dark. <laughs> mobile game of the year. Is Call of Duty Mobile? No. It's uh, good. It's good. It's better than certain I uh, see. I've not played that, but I've heard it's very good. Uh, so, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Get Sky, Children of the Light. Is that this year? I'm sure know. I played that last year. I don't know. I'm a mobile game. Why is Gears Pop knowing this? <laughs> Why is Catquest not on here? Yeah, well, I'd say Gears, Gears Pop just slightly more. Do you know what I mean? Just because Gears Pop did come out this year. Uh, Ocean Horn 2. 
why is Doctor Mario knowing this? Mario Kart. Why is Mario Kart knowing this? Yeah, I'm gonna vote for. I'm, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm being honest here. I'm not talking about. Right, I know you think, oh, it's not on this because there's hundreds of DLC and prices. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just the fact of the matter is you can play Mario Kart on your phone now or you can yeah, play no. Dr. Mario or you can play Gears Pop because <clears throat> Gears Pop's amazing. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, they can overlook, like, like, Wild Hearts is an amazing game, right? And Wild Hearts gets my money all day long, but I'd rather play it on the Switch than I would on my phone because I think yeah. it belittles it a little bit. It belittles how awesome the game is by playing it on a mobile device because it's you know what I mean that's a personal thing I think you know but um, yeah um, if it's Sky Ch- Children of Light if it is the game I'm thinking it is uh, I uh, I quite enjoyed the bit I played of it it's um, isn't it made by the same people that made Journey I don't know I think it is um that game's company, I think it is. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, interesting. What the Golf, we didn't say that. That was the last game on the list. Yeah, that's <laughs> really good as well, apparently. So. Okay, independent games. Haven't played any of them. AKA Indie Game. Have you no? None of these have played. Oh, I've played I've played Katana Zero. I've played Outer Worlds. I've played <clears throat> that game at the end. The Goose um, Game. Yeah. Um, Katana Zero is really, really good. But Outer Wilds is a better... Outer Worlds is a special game. Um, I've heard good things. I really, like, I, I really like Outer Worlds. And no matter what we vote and no matter what anybody votes, Goose is going to win it. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever, just, I'd go Outer Wilds just for the, just for the awesome loop. The gameplay looks just amazing. I'll I'll vote out of Wilds uh, for Brian because I know he likes the game. Hmm. Uh, the the Katana Zero does look very good. <laughs> it's really good. I I really liked it. Games for Impact. Yeah, this We've is the got... this is the feeling section. Games that made me feel. <laughs> We've got Concrete Genie. We've got Gris. We've got Kind Words. Life is Strange Two. Sea of Solitude are the games up for nomination. And I'm going Concrete Genie. Sea of Solitude. Okay. Tell me about Sea of Solitude's good, but it's a bit ham-fisted in its deliberation of certain topics, if you know what I mean. But it's a good game. It's nice. It's visually visually pleasing to the eye. (laughs) Cool. I I really like Concrete Genie. It it was a... Mm. a, it could have been a little longer. I was kind of hoping it would open up a little more and give me a little bit more content. But it was a good length uh, for the price it was. The VR bonus was really nice. And I liked the story. Like, it was just a cute story. I liked that the people who do bad... Like, there was like the, the motto of the game I got from it, or one of the mottos, was people who might do bad things uh, or mean things aren't necessarily bad people. And they, they have room to change and grow and become better. Mm. Um, and that so it belongs in the games that made me feel yeah it did it hit me in the feels <laughs> um, I liked it Concrete Genie gets my vote game direction and we've got Control Death Stranding Resident <laughs> Evil 2 Sekiro Shadows Die Twice and Outer Wilds I 
kind of like control for direction. Because I think the world they created is really impressive. And all the wee bits of lore and stuff you find in it is really fun. And there's lots of nice wee touches. And as you go into missions and you maybe go into different areas and find different things and that, I definitely think it's it's noteworthy. Resi 2 is a hard one as well because it's a reimagination of something that already exists. Well, exactly. So it's not the it's same a, director. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a paint job. <laughs> well, exactly. Like it's there had to be some good decisions made, but they had the canvas there already, uh, mm-hmm. and they were just they were just coloring in the lines basically. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, oh, Sekiro's just... good, but I don't think Sekiro breaks the mold in any way, shape, or form. Especially when we look at like Niho, Niho, Nihoro. I do that every episode these days. Um, <laughs> when you look at stuff like that and like the rest of the kind of Souls likes, I don't think it artistically changes anything really that we've seen before. Yeah, but it's about again. how how the story's presented as well, and that's uh, yeah. See, I I don't know. Like, I'm I think Death Stranding might have it for me, even though I I think Sekiro is my probably my game of the year. Spoilers. I don't know. Control 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 gets my vote, but that's just because you know, I mean it's control can't be done. But see, I also don't know. Like, I think in some ways Death Stranding is just like there is no direction at the same time. Hmm. <laughs> But this is not director, is it? This is direction. Mm-hmm. It's about art and the world and all of that kind of thing. Like the kind of nuances of the, of the world you're in, do you know what I mean? Yeah, see, I guess I took it as director. Nah, but, because um, He's already yeah. up for his sports coach of the year, so we'll get there. <laughs> I don't know, that, that's a tough one for me, I'll see. Um... Control, like I say, Control gets it for me just for the vending machines. That that seals the deal. What with the black and white? I like the. Yeah. And there's no branded things. See, yeah, stuff like that was cool. I love that stuff. I just where they took the game would just put me off. I'm gonna that's go no the that, Oh, fine, fine. I want you to pronounce the next one's full name. Full name, right? <laughs> fresh indie game presented by Subway. Eat fresh. I hope we get sponsored for that. That'd be sweet. It's like we need to make up an we need to make up a category for Subway sponsors. The fresh indie game, Jesus Christ! And we've got what? It's not even. It's the studios that he nominated. Yeah, yeah. And there's number three wins it for me. I've not even seen it. Aye, number three takes it all night long. So it's the studio's been nominated for the game they've made. So it's because it's the first. This is the first games. Ah, uh, that how it works. Yeah. Okay, we've got the house house for un- untitled goose game, mega grit for slay the the spire. Hmm, it's a real good game as well. I'm told. Uh, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. Dead Toast Entertainment for My Friend Pedro. Amanda Studio for Gris and Zar um, for Disco Elysium. Did I say that right this time? Yeah. It's like the fourth time. It's like the Matt Damon movie, Elysium. I'll take a word for it. 
Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I just like the look of the goat skull here, so I'm going to vote for the Thor uh, Slay the Sp- Spire. It's... <laughs> My friend Pedro, all night long, I don't sit on this and wax for Oracle and mention Game of the Year, and then we don't nominate them for something, because... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've never played it, so I can't... Well, maybe I shouldn't uh, vote at all. I'll cancel my vote. That's unfair. Okay, <laughs> fighting game, who cares? Um, family um, game. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat gets my vote for fighting game because it's... good. Uh, okay, I'm going to vote then for Smash just because it's Nintendo. Okay, family game. We've got... an avalanche of Nintendo, Nintendo games. Nintendo game this year. Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Un- Ultimate, Yoshi's Crafted World. If we're talking family game, um, I would go Crafted World or Super Mario Maker 2 because Mario Maker 2 introduces a younger audience to coding and the concepts of construction of game design while yes. keeping it in a fun and refreshing outfit. Um, and Yoshi's Crafted World is just a lovely world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree with those sentiments. The the Ring Fit seems cool. I haven't played it, so I can't speak on it. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion is great for co-op, um, but I the bosses suck. <laughs> That's the nail in that coffin. Uh, yeah, I had a hard time with the boss with Odin the other day, and we got really annoyed at it. Uh, esports team, don't care about. Esports player, don't care about. Esports host, don't care about. Esports Game of the Year. Well, hold also, on, we'll see what's, what's, what's up for Esports Game of the Year. Um, nah, for, they don't well, seem well, to stick well, to any rules. We've got Counter Strike. That's like a twenty-year-old yeah. game. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm like, obviously, Tom Clancy's gonna be in there. Uh, no, it's no because it's like Fortnite, League, uh, Overwatch, Dota, and Counter Strike. Yeah, okay, very good. Okay, I don't care about any of those. Moving on. <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite, no Dota, no League. Sorry, we go win that. I think that's where my money goes. Um, the next one e-sport- is ridiculous. Esports event of the year. Like how yeah, dumb is that? Dreamhack is Dreamhack there. Get to Dreamhack if it's there. Uh, nope. No, get to oh Christ. I don't even. There's only honestly. There's only one event on that. And two. Evil. I know. E- oh, free. I know the grand final. Uh, Overwatch because it says that's obviously the grand final of the Overwatch League. Evil because evil is evil and everybody knows about evil um, in the Fortnite Cup. But I think, oh, to be fair, evil might win that regardless. I think. Yeah, I couldn't care less to be honest. And then esports mm. coach of the year, uh, Hiro Kojima gets my vote. <laughs> He's the. Is he know the? Is he one of the pictures? Does he know that this is going to be dodgy as hell? But is he know the fourth guy there? He looks a bit Kojima like. They've all got Kojima glasses on these guys. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, con- content creator of the year haven't heard of any of them what one no one up uh, content creator uh, Ewok will win it I just know because well you know Shroud you must know Shroud nope Shroud's like the greatest FPS player in the world and they also couldn't get a decent picture in it fit his box so they got a really big <laughs> headshot um, I think that I know Ewok will win it but anyway uh, Shroud should win, but Ewok will win because the Don't world's got a wee thing for her to know. Uh, community Spotlight is the exact same as ongoing Game of the Year. So yes, it is. What the our, heck? We're going to put our vote right in the end column for that one because we all know we all voted for Rainbow Six for that one. 
and we'll vote again for Rainbow Six. <laughs> okay, audio design is the next because I'm skipping. I think you shot support. yourself in the foot here. I'm I'm going to say you should vote for Gears because you told us how good it sounded. <laughs> oh, I'm going Sekiro because it's my game. <laughs> I, I just think it was. Oh, I'm annoyed what I can't think of what the audio how, system's called. How annoyed are you going to be? But when that's the only award that wins at this award ceremony, audio design by one vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We've got another. We've got another tagline on the next one. Woo-hoo, this is my no, I, I do actually like the audio in Sekiro. Like the 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 kills you do, just the audio that supports it. It just makes them feel like epic. That's No, no, we haven't. This is another. <laughs> nine, there's twenty nine. We're, we're, we've got a long night ahead of us, kids. I'm kind of um, retreating ground here. This is art direction. I don't know what the difference is. The booby trap is the very end one because I would give it to the very end one for sheer Ooh. art direction. It is very cute. It is, and it's a very clever thing they did, and well, it uses like... some really nice effects. I do like the look of Sekiro. It's very <laughs> yeah. Sekiro wins. Sekiro wins. Well, honest, honest, governor. I'm not just voting for it because I want it to win something. I, I, man, you get into the, um, some of the areas, and they're just gorgeous. Oh, fuck Christ. I know, I know where you're going for the next one. Anyway. Um, Sekiro! Action, action <laughs> adventure game. Oh, this is got- key, right? you got to remember, right? We're going, I want to discuss what, what makes... Well, we'll discuss the next one, right? Because I know what the next category is, right? We'll discuss what the difference is after we vote. <laughs> but action adventure <laughs> is either Borderlands 3... Fair enough. Uh, control. Fair enough. <clears throat> Jeff Keighley's best pal. Um, Resident Evil Two, Link's Awakening, or Sekiro. I would say for action and adventure, um, I would say Borderlands, just because there is action and adventure to be found. Within. <laughs> Opposed to the next category, which is I don't, I don't know about yeah, Control. I wouldn't say is an necessary an adventure game. But there's there's less action in it. Well, there's more action in it than I suppose. I, it's actiony, but it's, it's not very, very adventurous. It's Metroidvania. That's what it is. If you get Metroidvania Vania, uh, elements, you become uh, action adventure game in it. That's the secret to the success. Um, yeah, I, I would gain the Borderlands free the the nod just because they got to get Randy Pitchford something to turn up for the night, didn't you? <laughs> For action game, we've got Which Apex Legends. doesn't involve any adventure. <laughs> no adventure <laughs> included. I don't even know what... What is the actual... Like, what's the de- Hold on, too much. The definition's here, right? Action game. Uh, for the best game in the action genre, focusing primarily on combat. Okay? Right. Action adventure says, for the best action adventure game, combining combat and traversal... And puzzle solving. Okay, right? So that means that the action games don't involve any traversal, any pause, puzzle solving, right? So let's just see, right? What uh, we got in here? We have X- Apex Legends. Metro, Metro involves traversing because it's open world. It's open, semi-open worlds, right? So you travel... You travel round Metro, so that yeah, shouldn't be included. That, that, right? should be, that should be an action adventure. Gears of War has open world areas 
the big desert area. Yeah, but stuff like I, that. Gears of War, I think, is fair in action because it is very, very heavily focused on action. Like, There's a puzzle, a puzzle in Gears of War 5. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay. Devil May Cry 5, I'll give you action action orientated game. Fair enough. COD, I'll give you it as well. See, I wouldn't even put it in this category. It's in a shooting Ast- category. Astral Chain, um, I wouldn't put it in this category because, for what I understand, there's a big section that where you explore the city and talk to people and stuff. And for an action game, for their description, it's non stop, in your face, devil may cry, knife to the face, guns reloading, madness. So, no one can yes, Astral Chain does have that, but it also has a lot of wandering about and talking to people, if you want to understand. So that's not quite in the spirit of the award. Just saying, Jeff. Just saying. And then uh, Apex, because somebody really doesn't like Fortnite on this award show. <laughs> I don't see how Apex can be up for stuff, but Fortnite, no. They're the same beast in different clothes. Yeah, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call Apex an action game. There's a lot of downtime when you play. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of running about. There's a lot of traversal. See, that's the thing. There's traversal in Apex because you need to traverse for areas to areas to avoid the circle. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It, it is a weird one. It's like that. It's like a grey line. By its definition, I think we've eliminated everybody. But Devil May Cry on this one. Alright, that gets my vote then. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I would nah, I would have I would I'd like to see Astral Chain win just because it's platinum. Oh yeah, fair but, enough. Yeah. Uh Done. and it's the biggie. It's the biggie and I'm sure we'll have discussions involved at this one. So Game of the Year. So it's no a category of ten, which I think's a bit strange as well. It's only six. Alright, we've got control. Death Stranding. Mm. Resident mm. Evil 2, mm. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Super mm. Smash Brothers, Ultimate. That's just a, that's just turned up for the sake of turning up. That's just that's just there to quell Nintendo fans, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Outer Worlds. Many, the thing I want to say is, right, so we've got no Star Wars, we've got no Shimu 3. There's other things missing. I can't think what else came out this year, to be honest. Oh, there's there's tons of stuff coming this year. It's it's, it's, it's a regular jamboree uh, quality content. Like the Division Two, I know it, it died a death, but I would say the Division Two's notable for it. Um, I'm just having a wee look here. Gears Five's no nominated for why is why is Gears Five no nominated for Game of the Year? Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, I was thinking because it's it? an exclusive, but. But so is the stranding, so yeah. Uh, no judgment. That's another thing I, I, I'm really annoyed at. Judgment didn't get an, a, a nod at all at this award ceremony. Which is like, Judgment's a great game. Void Bastards didn't get a shout at all. And I, again, an amazing game. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Nah, didn't get a shout. Uh, nothing for Rage 2. Nothing for Days Gone. Um, yeah. Days Gone been missing is really weird. Because you think Days Gone would at least have had some kind of acknowledgement. Oh, we you know s- what I mean? It's Spider-Man last year. <laughs> yeah, but when Days is- Gone was this year. Yeah, Days Gone never did that well, though. Like, compared to the other exclusives, Sony exclusives, it hasn't hit as high. Mm. Anthem. 
Hello? Oh, yeah, that's game of the year, number one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so Come good they give, they're giving the game away. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, to me, like, Sekiro is the only option here. Like, I don't know. Death Stranding, it feels like it could be a game. Death Stranding will win it, right? And I'm going to burn my house down. Nah, I'm not going to burn my house down. I'm going to burn, burn, burn the neighbor's house down. down. Yeah, it's like, I don't think... No, I'm not saying I've looked into it, but I've looked into it. For Death Stranding to qualify for this, right, it made a certain date before the release. Do you know how long Death Stranded was released to, to make the qualifications between entering this and not entering this? Like a it week? It was available for five days. Yeah. Right? So, these are chosen. These are chosen by critiques. Critiques, yes, because I, I, I like saying that instead of saying critics. Um, crit- <laughs> critics and a judging panel and stuff, right? So obviously they've had preview code and stuff, right? But I'd argue that it shouldn't be really be... It shouldn't have made... The, or either shouldn't have made the cut this year or the extension of this should be done and it should be run in January, the whole thing. Because then you could include Star Wars and stuff in it. And I'm like... I don't... I just... I'm not saying Jeff's crooked, but I think Jeff's stacked the deck so that his pal's going to win at least three or four awards. Because the thing is, well, last year was the big Red Dead fights God of War fight, wasn't it? And God of War came out on top. Realistically speaking, right? Realistically speaking, out of that list there, who's going to stop Death Stranded? No, I'll give Resi 2 a shout, because Resi 2 might, might surprise us. It's already won the Golden Joystick of the year, so it's won the UK's version of it. Mm. Um, but Death Stranded wasn't in that category, because Death Stranded wasn't out by the time the Golden Joysticks happened. That's the key. Have your awards prior to the release. It is a weird one because it's been a good year of games, but yeah, you're right. There doesn't seem like there's much to fight against it. I would argue, except for me, Sekiro's there, but for a lot of people it isn't. Yeah, it ain't, ain't going to be seen. For me, I would go on that list there. I would choose Control, personally. But I do also think Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 2 is a worthy shout. Oh, but so do I. It's uh, I I don't think it should be there because it's an HD remake, yeah, an existing title. It's not an original IP. It's a bit like, oh, well, you know what I mean. We've all played it before. Do you know what I mean? At least Outer it's a re- at least it's a proper remake. It's 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 not just yeah, a upscale HD sticker. Outer Worlds is a phenomenal. It's the it's it's the it's the Fallout game we all want. It's no question about it. It's the new king, as I said. All hail the new king. Um, but I just, I don't think it's game of the year nah. winner material. It was, a, it was entertaining, but it, just, it, it didn't really have the magic. It didn't have the X Factor. It was just it was just a game for me. Yeah. So it's really like, having this, and, and, and just for the sake of anybody out there that cares, Smash. Well, smash, right? There you go, we covered it. Um... <laughs> How good would it be if Smash won? Oh, it'd be amazing. But it ain't going to win because Death, Death Strand is going to win it. Period. I don't see how any... I don't see anything being strong enough to, 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 to beat it. I really don't. No. And that's, I, think, I think you're right. And and same thing happens with movies. Things get... Uh, because of the... I guess the environment we're, that we're in, then it's got getting a lot more attention, Death Stranding, because it's so recent. 
So and, see, see if, and, and, and if, it wins if, because people feel like it should win, not because it actually has the merits to win, if that makes sense. Aye. But then as well, I've heard as well rumour that folk are like, Death Stranded's not really Death Stranded, it's mere Kojima. And it's mere a case of you're voting for him to get the acknowledgement, because obviously it's his first game since leaving Konami, and he's got a room with four chairs in it that he used to develop in, and he went back to it the other day there and put on Twitter that he was a bit teary-eyed because he went back to the room he rented when he started. It's like, I don't, I don't argue that, I don't argue about the man and his legacy and his skill and stuff, I just argue that it, 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 Jeff Keighley should have nothing to do with this thing, right, for a start. Because I just can't, I can't take them seriously if if it's going to happen, right? Because it's going to win Game of the Year, right? It's probably going to win Best Three Action hours. Adventure as well, in it. Mm. And then you're staring down the barrel of Best Art Direction and Best Audio. It becomes a, a never-ending... Like, it well, it's between it and Control this year. The two of them have got the most nominations. And I think... Death Stranded has one more nomination than... Sekiro's up there too. Um, I just don't think it's got the impact that it needs to, to, to take these two. I just don't think it's got the... This is Rich on a podcast built around these kind of games, but uh, I'm not saying it's a niche thing, but I just don't think it's got the mainstream appeal to, to, to generate the votes needed for it, oh, if you know what fair. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I can understand that. I just don't think it's... it's. It, but then the argument as well is I don't think Control's a big mainstream title. No, I don't think it is. At the same either. time either. I think Death Stranded rides the Kojima train and, oh, as we said earlier on, folk in this industry, like you'll be, you'd be hard-pressed to find a gamer who doesn't know the name Kojima. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's kind of like... It's, it's kind of like, I'm not saying they've stacked the deck... But they've but, they <laughs> Well, on Wednesday night, when this airs, see if he's there in the audience, he's winning. He's winning at least something. And then, on top of that, I don't know if he has or no, but if they've no gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award, he'll get one of them as well on the night, I think. Yeah. Or an, or, or an achievement, for, an award for outstanding contribution or out, or whatever to the to the the, 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 the platform and I'm, I'm not an issue with that not an issue Yu Suzuki got it at the golden joysticks and that's totally earned on his front because I think Yu Suzuki gets overlooked a lot because it, it was like 18 years in the making for Shibu Free um, and I think at the end of the day I just think if he if you're going to win that if he's going to get something like that I don't think because you know the minute Death Stranded wins they're going to strap that on every fucking box in the world didn't they and Sony's going to fire it all of the store and stuff and I'm not arguing it's not a good game but on that list right and this is me personal right Control I gave 5 out of 5 Death Stranded I gave 4.5 out of 5 Resi get 5 out of 5 Sekiro get 4.5 out of 5 Crash get uh, Smash no Crash Smash get 5 out of 5 and Outer Worlds I gave 5 out of 5 Right, so Sekiro, I'm just double check. Um, I'm not looking back at my past stuff, just to double check. You can fill this section with some dead air or some <laughs> kind of classical music if you wish. Um, Probably won't. I saw it, there it's there. What did I give it? I gave Sekiro 
Oh no, I gave Sekiro 5 out of 5. Jesus Christ, I forgot. So basically, the only game on that game of the year list that didn't score 5 out of 5 after me was Death Stranded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but I agree with everything on that list that they're worth it, but Death Stranded. And as I said, it's and as I said in my review, and as I've said on here, and I've said in other casts and stuff, we've done. It's a Marmite game, and because of that Marmite factor, I don't think it warrants its place here. It's no a hat. It's a hat, but it's no a hat hat. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's, it's no. It, it's it's no like. It's not God of War. It's not Spider-Man, right? It's not like, oh my God, Spider-Man. Or it's not Red Dead. Like, Red Dead last year, if we would jump back a year, I'd done Red Dead special podcasts and stuff and other, with other podcasts and stuff, and there was a general buzz and vibe and enjoyment of the world. And yeah, right, the time management thing was a problem, but there was a great rule about it, right? Whereas in Death Stranded, there's a lot of, like, we're very vocal about what we don't like and what we like and how... We're doing, and maybe that's because we've 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 been there with the time management thing and all that, and we're kind of wise to this new stuff. Maybe that's a thing, but I just I just don't think I, I just I just don't see it being as strong and as worthy as the other ones, and I don't see it being worth like I'd take it out and put Star Wars in in a heartbeat because I, I think Star Wars is a better game, as in like a, a, an experience. Do you know what I mean? And that's a bold statement, I think, to make. But, ah, well, the time this comes out, the review will be. I gave Star Wars 5 out of 5. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fucking bold, that's a bold, bold, bold statement. Do you know what I mean? So, I just, it, I, that's it, how much it, I, loved, I loved Star Wars. It is a weird one, because I, like, I struggle with it uh, with my own little brain of mine. Is because it feels, because it's so epic. Death Stranding, it feels like it should, but I also agree that it's probably not the most fun game I've ha- played, or not the best game I've played. But it, it it's again like it's it happens with movies. Ga- movies win, like L- Lord of the Rings. Like I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings movies. It won the awards because it's because it's filmed in your back garden. Oh, I also worked on them, but <laughs> so I'm a bit biased. Yeah, I mean, you were all, <laughs> um, you were you're, you were Urukai Seven for the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, too short for Urukai. I was always just an orc. Oregon <laughs> Gondorian civilian, uh, but yeah, like it's it, it won so many, they won so many awards because of the hype. It's not so necessarily the actual media presented. It's actually the the hype around it creates more interest and success. Mm-hmm. If that makes and it, that's how I feel about Death Stranding. It like it it is good game, maybe not the best game, but the hype and the the grandeur around it is so overwhelmingly large at the moment that I don't, I, yeah, I think that's why it will win. And it may not, in hindsight, in a year's time, we'll look back and go, maybe it shouldn't have. But the problem is, is that the hype and the, the grandeur is there right now. And so that's and why. still, that's the thing as well, but it is, it's still in motion. The hype train snow came to stop. Yeah, it's, it's still, still like easing fresh. into the station. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the problem as well. It's going to piggyback that in it for, for, for what it's doing. Yeah, and that—that um, that is the problem with running game of the year when games aren't released um, until what, a few days before. Like, a, like that's because humans we've got short short attention spans and so our favorite thing often is the thing we're doing right now 
mm. well, that is for me and we forget what we've played and so i think it will probably win just for the fact that it's on people's minds well resi 2 resi 2 was released back in february we were speaking about that at the very start of the head of the show weren't we and it's there and it's like well do you know what i mean but then resi 3 announcement if it, resi 3 announcement happens at the state of play on the 10th that's probably too late to get a bump in votes to get you know what I mean? Like it'll refresh people's mind and they might jump. Up. But realistically, by that point, it's it's, it's done, right? Yeah. We can believe that the, the public will have a say in this, right? And whatever and blah blah blah. But realistically, they've etched the names into the trophies, like what a week and about. They've etched the names onto the trophies, and that's grand, and that's great, and that's just how it is. And I just think, like somebody was saying as well, like the Oscars. The movies that are nominated for Oscar, best movie at the Oscars, how many actual people have seen them? How many people have actually enjoyed them? And how many of them actually have a legacy where you turn around and go like, oh yeah, that's a, a best picture at the Oscars, you know what I mean? Because they're really, they're no really my cup of tea. Because I'm trying to think of what, like, other than La La Land, I don't think I've actually seen anything really nominated for best movie at the Oscars for a good what, four or five years. I've not seen Green Book or Moonlighting or mm. whatever, and it's 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 maybe a, it's maybe like that kind of attitude as well they've took here where they're like, well, it's the kind of risky one. It's not well, who are we kidding on? Jeff Keighley's just went to his best mate. Look, mate, I'll fly you out to America. You'll get some screen time. You'll win a shit ton of plastic awards. Be happy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yep. We're, we're going too deep into it. I'm, I think I'm, I, I, yeah. We're, the, the logic behind it is the guy whose best pal runs the awards, whether he's got a vote in it or no, is told that he's basically put his best pal up for nine awards, rightly or wrongly so. And I don't think there's been enough time in the psyche, in the community, in the landscape for the game to A, have been digested, reflected and processed to where we could come to a conclusion whether it is a game of the year or not. Yep, and I think, I think that's, that's that's a really strong point to be made at this year's awards. I think that's the that's the real the, the big argument. It definitely is a good game, but it's it's so fresh that it's hard to make that decision. Mm. And the argument as well is if we held it to next year, which let's say argument's sake that we, we fast forward twelve months time and we're sitting here again, are we going to see Fallen Order anywhere on this list? I don't think we will. Well, we see Shimu free anywhere on these lists. I don't think we will. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because they'll have been forgot about. Because, like you said, the start of next year's really busy, and then obviously we've got new hardware next year and stuff, haven't we? So yep. we will be sitting here next year, right? And it'll be a total different change because I'll be like, "Oh, Halo Infinity for Game of the Year, Halo Infinity, blah blah blah." Because Halo Infinity will have been out for probably about a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and you have to eat your words and be like, "Ah, it fully deserves it." <laughs> Uh, it's like the best game ever. It's the best Master Chief game ever. You know what I mean? Three four threes, but they're screwed. They're not. I'm only at level it's one. Awards. You know what I mean? It's that. That's why. That's why we have our own awards. Possibly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm really yeah. surprised as well. To be fair, there's no a uh, game of the decade category on this year's awards. Yeah, it's good. That's a good point. Because I thought they would have did a, a game of the decade just to, to kind of be like, well, this is the game of the decade it'd just be Fortnite or... <laughs> nah it would be Metal Gear 5 <laughs> Metal, Gear, Metal Gear 5 would win it with bonus run, runner up acknowledgement for the PT demo yep there you go 
All right, I think this wraps yeah. us up. <laughs> yeah, I think I think too cynical. we've uh, we've done we've done enough uh, rambling for this session, which was yep. meant to be a short one. Yeah, uh, no. there ain't no short ones, no more nope. boys. We so. get into it, uh, but yeah. So I guess that's our chat for today. Anything yes. else you want to add? You want to tell us about yourself? Where people can find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me uh, under Furious A Free, uh, A Free, as they say, uh, A C Free. Even that's really awkward. I do that. I'm really bad at this every week. Um, on Twitter and everything else under the sun, and you can rind me. Yeah, you can rind me. <laughs> you can find me even uh, writing about video games um, on the Scottish Sun website as well as the Codec Moments website every Sunday. Um, look out for my Jedi Fallen Order review, which is a five star spoiler. And uh, hopefully, depending on the time this goes up, the Yu Suzuki interview won't be far away. So, yeah. Nice. And yeah, I'm VaderVanOden.com. Uh, really appreciate it. I've checked out some of our local recent videos. We, as I mentioned earlier in the show, me and Odin did a review of the MSI gaming laptop. And it was a lot of fun to play with some high-end PC tech. So it would be appreciated if you could watch the video. Let us know what you think. But yeah, that's it. Uh, and this is Dark Insight. Dot net you can find us or duck insight pod on twitter so thanks for listening and i think we are done and i'm gonna go find something to eat so we'll see you for i'm now. gonna go play cod yay well i won't you can but bye yeah <laughs> you can eat cod you eat yes. cod i'll play cod Everybody there you go happy. done catches bye bye